Maybe I'm a little fucking crazy. That's right. Maybe Jeremy's a little nuts. Maybe there's something about me that I'm a little cuckoo. Estás escuchando el peor podcast de la historia, Anchors App with Jeremy Gavey. Lo peor que le ha pasado a los barcos desde el Titanic es pura basura. Something went wrong, Mike. Uh, it was just a vanilla soy latte. It was a vanilla soy latte. Something went seriously wrong. Okay, uh, if you'd like to come back, we'll make it over, or we can just give you a free drink tomorrow. No, my wife's devastated. Okay. No, Mike, listen to me. My wife's completely devastated, flawed. Well, uh, just come back and we'll remake the drink, or uh, we'll give you a free drink tomorrow. Hey, the Rams haven't won in 10 years. Your latte comes out burnt, smelling like Kurt Warner's flat top. Devastated, Mike. Oh, again, sir, uh, come in and we'll make your first drink or uh, we'll give you a drink coupon for tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what, I'll be there tomorrow, 2 p.m. sharp with Joey. Okay. Mike? You yeah. there? Mike. Yeah. You there? Yes, sir. I'm coming in 2 p.m. shop. I want my latte the way it should be made. Okay. Okay. We straight? Yep. Yeah, blueberry scone added to the notes. I know um, your man I know your manager. Get shaky, Mikey. Don't get shaky, Mikey. I'll come in there with a, a fucking... <laughs> God damn it. Cave people, dude. I live out of a backpack, man. Fuck. Dude, I... I the first time that we that we uh, we tried to connect through the app, I, it it had there was a click like right away, and I was like, "Holy shit, did we do it like on first try?" No, and, uh, no, no. But no, hey, we made it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. You know, tonight is the um the biggest moon. It's called the pink moon tonight. Is it? You didn't know about this? It's the no. It's the biggest moon, the closest moon that we're gonna have for the whole year tonight. I got I gotta check it out. Well, you got to get a girl in finger bangers, the deal, but I don't have that. So I'm fucked. <laughs> you got the social distancing, man. It's, it makes it hard. Fuck that shit, man. You know what? How are these people going to make out? I'm a fucking spin the bottle professional. You know what I mean? I kicked that game <laughs> off. Dude, it, it's a, it's a trip, man. It, 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 the streets, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you know, you go into town, it's, it's, there's nobody around. Dude, uh, dude, Venice, Venice fucking beat Venice, um, um, Venice, Italy, the fucking, Little waterways are crystal clear, man. You can see little baby fish in them and shit. The first time ever. Right, right. Like it's like the the beginning. You ever see that show? There's a really good show. I forget, I forget what channel it was on, but it was it was it was Life After Humans. I uh, they... no, I saw a day without beaners. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was called. No, but uh, but uh, they, no, they. They uh, basically just showed like what would happen like if we just disappeared like all the people were just dead you know the, the world and uh, a great place right right so like well eventually what happens is that is that they say that like I think 
something like 500 years and there would be like almost no trace of us you know yeah. like the, everything would get eaten up by the you know by by the rust. earth and the rust and uh it makes you feel kind of insignificant almost even but. cement dude after after 500 years even cement is gone it goes yeah. away so i mean i think there's been civilizations here on earth before with computers yeah. and cars and airplanes right. and shit they were here dude we this planet's been here for a long time man i think the only thing that's gonna the only thing that'll be here is those easter island fuckers and i don't yeah, know well, why not, but... dude those people aren't from here Check this out. How it, it took them till what 2017 to figure out that there was bodies underneath. Did you hear about this? No. They dug it out a little bit and they're like, oh shit, they have entire bodies. It's not just the heads. You know, they, they go they go all the way down, you know. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I they didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, it's a trip. I don't think the Easter Island people, I mean, I've never been to Easter Island. I've been to a lot of weird exotic places because I'm strange and I go for it. You know, I find somewhere and I'm like, I'm actually gonna go there. But I've never yeah. been to Island, and I don't really want to go there. It's there's nothing there. What the head? Yeah, I guess those those, those guys. The heads. But yeah. uh, no no uh, no no shelter in place for you though. Huh? Uh, what here? You're you're not you're not a uh, hunkered in, in in some bunker somewhere. No, well I'll tell you. I was thinking about you actually. It's funny. Uh, I was thinking about you earlier. Is that um when when I backpack and shit. Like you, you're you're in the wilderness, so that's what you have. You don't have this little cubby hole. You know, I have like a little it's like Oscar the Grouch's fucking garbage can. And I can right. jump in here if it's raining or if it's fucking really windy outside. I jump in here and it's perfect, bro. You can turn a heater on and man. Isn't it isn't it wild? It's it's wild that like I, I remember thinking to myself, you know, like you re- you don't need any I mean, like you need a couple couple outfits and uh yeah, yeah I mean every everything can fit on your back for sure. Oh yeah, and uh, you know I've, I've been back. You know I, I was it was uh, October two thousand seventeen, I guess. I mean, like it didn't take me long to have a tractor trailer worth of shit, that, like <laughs> you know that I you know that I would have to do something with if I were to hit the trail again. You know, it's, yeah. it happens quick. It's gonna be hard for me to go back and pay rent, dude. Really, I mean, I've been out on the road for like eight months now, so yeah. I, I'm used to it now. You know, it's cool. I I don't want to pay some phenomenal rent somewhere i just don't want to do it and when why do it why do it especially especially if you want to be traveling anyways you know well and and let's face it if you're good looking and you're a dude in america kind of got your shit together and you're not a drug addict i mean a chick's gonna take you in dude they do <laughs> everywhere it, it, you don't you don't use uh it's funny i was reading some articles about about hikers and as they come into towns like a lot of them were using like like dating sites to, tinder to meet to meet chicks to 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 pick them up a trail yeah like yeah yeah up as a trailhead and they do, will do you do any of that no no i'm on i've never ever i have like a religious anti-religious experience about that i don't think that being a six foot blonde you know 185 pound dude with green eyes i don't need to go on a dating site bro i've proven that in front of my friends guy friends i'm like watch this find me a pretty girl in this room right now and i'll walk <laughs> up and i'll ask every single pretty girl until I find the one that doesn't have a fucking husband, right? And she can have a boyfriend, yeah. dude. I don't give a shit. You can have a boyfriend. I don't fucking care. That's good for you. I just want to make out with you and finger bang you a little bit. And they fucking do it. They'll do it, dude. Finger bang and make out. We're not going to fuck. It'll feel good and we'll have a good time. And they're like, okay, I'll do it. So you're doing some swiping, but not on, not on, your, not on your phone screen. I, I just get at it, dude. I, you know what? When I was in South Pottery Island, this fucking, um, this, this chick pulled up. 
I was with uh, I was with the guy that works the gate. So they make $30,000 at this gate, $14 at a time, letting people on the beach, right? So I would post up right there and make a, a brunch, right, for everybody. Like 10 pieces of chicken and a bunch of tacos. And so I'm doing that one day, and this fucking beach patrol chick pulls up. She's a lifeguard, right? She's got a fancy-ass fucking 4 by 4 truck, and she's really pretty, and she's with some dumpy chick. And they're both lifeguards. And so I, I've got some experience with that. You know, I worked with my mom with the American Red Cross, and we trained people for CPR in the 80s and shit and did wineries and all kinds of – so I know my shit. Right. And I go, uh, I go, watch this, guys. <laughs> and they know her. You know, they all live on this tiny little fucking island. And I walk right up to the car and just close the deal immediately. I was making out with her in about mm, 45 seconds. 45 what, seconds. I had her out of the car making out with her, dude. We, we, we've, we've gone on like probably long enough that there's, there's, a, good, there's a good population of, of girls that, that, that may not know who you are. But I'll bet you that, it, that, the, that this is the confidence you roll up with. Is, they don't is, have to know is, me. Without proving that to you. Right? They don't have to know me, dude. I make out with chicks that were 24 years old. They weren't even born right. when I was on TV, you know? That's not what it is. <laughs> That's not what it is. You have to – listen, there's a couple of guidelines, okay? This is like the pickup artist 101. The first thing is I don't want anything. There's no sandwich that she's going to buy me or a fucking ride. I don't want anything. And so they try to the, – the, the chick is going to try to trap you into some of that, right? That's their game. Right. And so I don't want nothing. But and I and the second rule is I never ever tell them they're really pretty. No way, I'm not going to tell them they're pretty. No, no. And as a matter of fact, I will make out with a big ugly jerk. I will take the grenade, dude. I've done it many <laughs> times. The grenade uh, chick, yeah. dude. The grenade chick, dude, pr- appreciates having a six foot fucking blonde dude around. Okay, for a yeah. time. Oh yeah, they're fucking cool with it. And uh, more than not, they're nicer people too. You know. Uh, yeah, well, good personalities, you know. If you can find that, know. if you can find that gem that 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 uh, that that was, you know, maybe maybe not so good looking in high school and maybe a little overweight, and then pulled it together later on in life, like that, you're you're styling with that, dude. The bigger the ch- the bigger the fupa, the better the chalupa. Get the. F- <laughs> <laughs> you can have that one. I made that Is up. That a fucking dude. Jesus bumper sticker that immediately. Fuck yeah, t-shirt. I love it. I made that up the other day. I was in Texas. I was driving. There was a big old girl, and I was like, yeah, man, watch this. I was hitting on her shit. She was getting excited. And I looked at her fucking other friend in the car, and I said, yeah, man, the bigger the 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 fupa, the the better the chalupa. And she almost died. (laughs) They were like, what the fuck? Chalupa, (laughs) Jesus. But you got to be able to close the deal, too. This isn't just talk. You know, I will actually make out with the chick. I don't care. There's no contract in a kiss. That's my favorite one, you know? Yeah. And you get them to turn the corner right there. You know, like, look, we can go be alone. We're adults walking the earth, man. You know, you can go fucking take off from your break away with your friend that you're having fucking strawberry margaritas with. Come around the corner real quick and we'll make out. And then you can decide, you know, if I'm cool or not. And they always go for it. They're like, Psh. yeah. I remember, I remember right early, early on in the yeah. game, like when I, you know, when I was, you know, 19, 20, 21, I was so petrified of chicks that like I discovered the best game ever. And that was like was ignoring them completely. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I, was just, I was so scared of them that I would I would just kind of beeline the other way. And most in, in in like a party setting or like a you know in a group setting where you're with a certain 
group of people. I mean, chicks lose their fucking mind if you don't pay attention. Yeah, to why won't he talk to me? Why yeah. won't he not talk to me, man? Fuck, like, what am I uh, ugly? Is my breath bad? What's going on? Right, I just I stumbled on that game because I just was so scared of chicks. But... Well, because guys are so fucking crazy. They just they talk way too much shit, dude. And I'm like, God, you're blowing it for everybody else. Right. But it seems like you're desperate. I mean, fuck. Yeah. That's I... kind of it. Okay. On that note, listen, I thought of something and I, I wrote a little story today about it. I, I Where I grew up, in uh, Fremont, California. So I grew up in, in East Oakland, right? My mom and dad got separated when I was three. My mom married this big black dude. So I had a black dad with a fro. And his brother is in the Black Panthers and shit. And then my mom is this blonde, big-titted, ponytails and shit. Dude, pigtails, pigtails, full on. Right. Uh, and, and so I had the hottest mom in the school, hands down, forever. And uh, anyway... So he gets a good job working for uh, Lawrence Liberal Laboratories. We, we're making big money, dude. We moved to Fremont. I got a pool in my backyard, and he had him build a deep end next to the house so we could jump off the roof into the pool. Nice. And he was a cool dude. I liked Fred. Fred was cool. Yeah. And uh, so anyway. Fred anyway. Was his name. Yeah, Fred, Fred Clinton. He was a cool dude. He's still around. He works for Bart, man. He, he, works, he works for Bart. He does the nice. electronics design PC boards uh, for, for Bart. Anyway. Nice. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Smokes weed. Lives, you know, he lives in Oakland. Uh, anyway, anyway, so I got off track. Uh, we moved to Fremont. It's like a suburban, white suburban type setting now, right? And I kind of, I had some hood in me. So I talked smack. And anyway, a skateboarding kind of took off in like 78. I think they built a skate park in Newark, California. Almost yeah. Fremont. I'm, I'm not sure if it was Newark or Fremont, but there was New Park Mall, which is in Newark. And anyway, so here's my story. You could take a chick. As a, I had a license at 15. I could take a chick in a 62 Bonneville race car to the mall and go shopping for weird shit that chicks like. And I'd get a Swinson's ice cream. Then we'd go across the fucking way, a parking (laughs) lot, dude. And there's a fucking skate park. And the chick could get all fucking turned on because I'm ripping around the skate park. Then you get in the car. It's about like, what, 1.30, 2 o'clock. You go over to the fucking glider airport, bro. You pay for that chick to get on a fucking glider, but she's got to get on a scale. So now you know how much your girlfriend weighs. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. And then after this glider date, I'm smoking weed the whole time in the glider. My grandfather knows everybody at the airport. It was fucking killer. Then right at the crescendo, this chick has heard about this date and now she's on one. And then we pay 50 bucks and grudge race my fucking car. And she's riding passenger dude at Baylands raceway. That, that was the best date that you could ever write in a book and make it up. I, I can, I can imagine. I can imagine that being, so I, that being, I got laid a lot. I got laid a lot, dude. I had nice cars. I grew weed a little bit. You know, the, where'd the car, where'd the cars come from? I, I bought them. I was famous for crashing cars. I, I, I think this much money as a kid. Weed. weed. weed my, huh? mom, yeah. my mom grows better weed than anybody, dude. Okay. My mom has a background being an Oki in Oklahoma sharecropper yeah so when my mom realized that she could grow weed and pay the bills man we had nice shit i never went without food i never went without clothes i had nice shoes i was just watching if, uh, you don't catch a lot of netflix shows i don't think i don't right? dude, i don't watch tv ever it's like look at if i built houses for a living would i watch somebody build a house no i wouldn't I, so, so I, was, I was thinking about this the other day so i mean i think that's like i i strive to 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 be as as uh as 
skateable? <sighs> no, 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 no. Dude. Where are you like, going? Like, Where are you going, man? I like, I like, I like you're outdoorsy. You like, you know, and you're really fucking, and you're, and you're always doing something fucking awesome. I've never called you, and you've been like, and you'd be like, oh, I'm just chilling, man. I'm just, I just I'm broke chilling. up with a girlfriend. I'm bad. I'm sad. I've right? never, never talked right. to you. I've never talked to you, and you're like, and you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just hanging out, man. What are you doing? You're always like, no, oh, I'm fuck, doing I'm shit. at the top of this fucking mountain, and I'm about to fucking, you know. Like they're, they're always doing something cool and that, and that's yeah. cool. But like, but, yeah. but, uh, I could see being like, if, if I, if I was, you know, constantly around and like, we were like roommates or something, I could see that being fucking like, like almost nerve wracking. Like, like, dude, like, can you chill out for 10 seconds? Do you ever, do you ever get no, that? Like, I, I never chill out, dude. It's fucked. No, chill. But, you know, no it's chill not fucked. It's, my friends. No, I have friends, you know, I have some friends and, uh, yeah, like for instance, when when you catch me, you're calling me. If if I'm in between shit and it's boring for me, I know who to call and they'll put me somewhere. You know, they'll be like, "All right, fucking puck, you got to go take care of this artist that's dying of brain cancer, and you're gonna post your van up in front of his house and you go take care of him, make food and do his laundry and shit and get his medicine. And here's what you're gonna make out of that. And they pay me handsomely in hookers and money and weed. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I did that in Venice. I was doing that, taking care of this dude. And then uh, I got the wild hair on my ass to bug out. You know, I, was, I mean, you know, I could have stayed there, dude. We were doing just fine. Uh, but I knew a rich chick and I put him over there. Right. And then she was like a mom chick. She always made me food and shit. So I said, yeah, man, can I put this dude over here? She said, yeah, I introduced him. He's over there now. And then I went to fucking South Pedro Island. Boom. I'm leaving. Wait, so, so, so in the middle, in the middle of just crazy shit, you got, you got some, got some heart in there too you're doing you're doing good shit for yeah. people. i like it. yeah that. guys that know me i mean if you know me you know that you can obligate me dude if if you're if you're like you if something happened your mom was dying i'd go take care of her dude i would and i'd do a goddamn good job too i sense that like you're you're a good cat man but i i, I do love i do love that about you i, I do love that there's never I, I i'm never bored if i you know if i call you up you, you i mean definitely... i'm just gonna tell you like it is dude if it wasn't for my sweet lovely wonderful fucking awesome rounded mom interracial marriage or otherwise man i would not be this cool dude i wouldn't be sweet dave dude ever i'd be a dickhead because my dad's a biker and he's a horn dog and he's kind of just a bad person, you know. Did I did I tell you? I don't think I told you about this, but uh, but since we talked or since we podcasted last, I uh, uh, I did like I I I've been on the I got my DNA you know done through twenty three and me. Oh yeah, you did your history, right? So so then I was kind of mapping it out, you know, and and uh, and nothing was really happening on the dad side because I don't know who my dad. I didn't know who my dad was at all. And uh, you got no black, no black in you. None. Like, I mean, like everybody, the mm. same as everybody, like, you know, like a zillion years ago in Africa, that's where I came from. But, but, uh, mm. but, but my, I find out like th- there's a girl that, that comes through on my, on my DNA that, that was my, I guess she would be my, my cousin first removed. And then okay. in one conversation through her, I find out who my dad is and, and he was a hell's angel like meth cook uh, and i'm like go. and i'm like i'm like okay and then they send me they, a lot of sense. they send me some pictures and i'm like yep that's him like he's just dead <laughs> dead fucking on like beard everything you know and uh, is he alive still right no, now is he no, alive no he he uh he died uh well i guess od'd in the 80s some, cooking meth some people said some, some people said that it, it might have been a little funnier it might have had meth had explosion weird. No, no, I mean, nothing like know. that. But like maybe, maybe some funny stuff with you know with uh yeah you know real red and white 
the old knows? red and white. Who dude. knows? But but uh, but I'll tell you what. I mean, like there was no when I got that first picture, man. I was like, I was like, yep, that's the guy. Like, wow. It was there was actually three guys in the picture that I got, and I immediately. It what's the, the hilarious part is the first picture I got. There's three guys in the picture. I immediately knew who it was, and his T-shirt says it's got Sylvester the cat on it, and, it, and his shirt says, "Yeah, his shirt says who me." <laughs> that's funny. So well, I'm happy for you, dude. I mean, that's kind of a closure, right? I didn't know that you didn't know your dad, but I mean, it was it was weird, man. It was it was a weird. I've met I've met my my this whole branch of 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 family, and and I'm every day I'm meeting different people, and there's there's going to be some uh like kind of a camping trip like family reunion thing where i'm gonna go and, and meet all these people but it's it's odd it's it's odd to it's odd to all of a sudden be somebody's relative like close relative you know well do this do this let me give you this go in there with confidence because you're the coolest guy in the room anyway you know what i mean i do that yeah go in there and be like yeah man i'm here Woo! you know right it- my family just drove up here to see me right i'm i'm I drove to Arizona because I knew this shit was going to get weird and I have family in Arizona, but I didn't go to my family. I went up in the mountains, man. Fuck it. And I stayed up here. I told them, you know, I'm in Sedona. It's an hour and a half away. And now they just drove up yesterday. They drove up and they brought me a bunch of provisions, you know, 60 beers <laughs> and nice. food. They're like, yeah, like and money like, too. They gave me money. They're like, he made me uh, your, da- your dally for like dally to pony pony boy bringing you the right, right, exactly. <laughs> That's good. That's a good analogy, right? So then, watch this. It comes with a funny little sexy story too. When I came through, I stopped at um, my grandma's house. She's old, and I seen her for Christmas and whatever. I stayed here for a week. It was raining real hard, and then uh, one of my cousin's daughters had a friend over right and she's like 24 years old 26 or something i don't know what to say to a chick that old but the girl was really pestering me you know she was she was at me all the time and i started being a dick i was like you know why don't you just get out of here man are you my are you family to me and she goes no and i go get away (laughs) so she did she did and i'm a dick but that's that thing that harkens back to when you're mean and aloof right i don't want to talk to you that's what works so then i left and i was gone for a hundred days bro Uh, over i come back and I guess the cousin told the girl that I was up here, you know, and she's like, well, I want to go up there and stay in his van. So they told her, no, dude, you can't just go up there. Let us go up there and ask him and then see, cause he's fucking mean, you know, he <laughs> he's, might, cra- he's crazy that David, he's, he might fuck you up, man. He might just come out and drop hammers on you. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, which makes me look even cooler. Right. Right now I'm really dangerous. So fucking they come up and they told me, you know, they're hanging out for like 20 minutes and they told me this story. And uh, I go, yeah, dude, I go tell her that there's there's one rule and two guidelines and she has to follow these things or I'll fuck her up. <laughs> the first rule is she has to have, bring her own car. So when I kick her out, she has to leave right in her own car. I'm not driving her around. Don't, not paying for an Uber. No, I'm not. There's no fucking Uber. Fuck you. Get out of here. You're kick her right in the pants. <laughs> she can go run to her car and leave. Then the, the two stipulations are because I'm up here. And I'm in my space. She can't talk. There's no, I don't need to know about her family and her fucking fucking friends. None of that shit. <laughs> Keep that to yourself, man. And just be quiet, please. And then the second one was that I'm probably going to tie her up and spank the shit out of her. Cause then that'll be, you know, underlying her sexual tension the whole time she's here. So is that, and you don't have to tie, essentially, you don't even have to do it. It's implied, you know. This, this sounds like the genesis of like of a cult. I think. I mean, I think you got something going here, dude. I've been doing that shit for years, bro. 
when I was when I was when I was tying the chicks up in the van in L.A., dude, and spanking them real hard and sending them off, they would tell their friends. And then I had to. It got so crazy where I was having. I was in Venice. I had to schedule like appointments. Like I'm taking two days off, and then on Wednesday I'll take a chick. We can spend the night in the van, and then you know, same rules. Just to bring your own car and fucking take off. But yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, man. I spanked one. I, I spanked one girl so fucking hard that she missed three days of work. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and she liked it. She came back. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell yeah. you, like if when I was a when I was a young lad dating, I I I, I can't even count the times that that uh, that chicks would be like, you know, you just you just you know basically you're just too nice, you know, you're too nice. Ah, uh, yeah. See, fucking, you seem you're like nice a nice guy. guy too. I agree. I think you're too nice, dude. And be, I'll tell you, you what, need like a then, crash course. But you know, then you know, then you then you get a little bit of balls on you and start fucking yelling from your you know yelling from your gut and then they get upset what, what can you do no 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 i don't yell at them i just pull their hair it's way better <laughs> that's the one don't yell dude you're like their dad if you yell i'm not your dad i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna pull your hair and make you be quiet stop talking pull the hair boom it's like a dog jesus train Christ, them what i'm fucking being real hey fuck it man girls girl hey we're on the air girls can call in and text in and whatever I'm getting, and it'll verify itself i'm getting like flashbacks from nine millimeter you ever seen that flick no i don't watch tv or movies I know, I don't dude, watch dude, dude, there's so many things that that uh that, you know what I, i'm I, in I, hey, listen you know, dude I i'm in a lot of movies i did a lot of background work man i mean i i got those checks dude i'm a screen actors guild member i i pay i i don't need to be on camera on camera i could be way in the back and just get my gravy fucking union paycheck i'm cool how do you think and the rules on those the rules on those sets are really basic, dude, and everybody breaks them and gets fired and blacklisted. But I always worked because I don't pick up chicks ever. And when they talk to me because I'm puck, I fucking mean as fuck. Get away from me, man, motherfucker. That's the one. So, so I was thinking about this. Can you imagine just, just, just in your head for a second? Imagine all the people from your real, real world in, 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 in same age in 2020. Like, how do you think that would? How do you think that would go over? First of all, <laughs> what like bring us all back together for like a real world reunion? No, no, no. like same age. It's the same age, but but, it, but it's twenty twenty. Like the, the time. Oh, different. right. If they yeah, if they let it, well, I, it wouldn't be a good show. I don't think so. I don't see it because he's the, a a twenty four year old guy right now is soft handed, dude. He doesn't know how to change a tire. Right. He plays on his fucking phone all the time. I mean, we didn't have phones, dude. I could play a guitar. Isn't that weird? You know? What the fuck did we do? I don't know. I know what we did because I'm a fucking parent. Listen, we told our kids and it fucking worked, dude. We shouldn't have did this. Stranger danger. Watch out. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Don't go out after dark, you know, and we fucking scared the shit out of them and it fucking worked. They're fucking pussies. Dude, I, I grew I grew up like I grew up in, in group homes, uh, you know, back and forth, like throughout the Bay Area. And I remember I yeah. remember when I would apply for a job somewhere, I'd try to get a job at Starbucks, say, right? And then and then for that next two weeks, I had to fucking guard. There was a payphone inside our little <laughs> inside our little group home, you know, that would that you would ring, guy. and I'd have to guard that fucking thing so that fucking you have to sit by the so phone. Jose would answer and be like, "What the fuck? What's up?" You know, like like I had to like fucking just be sitting there just in case this oh, fucking person, God. this person that might hire me, called. You know, like and I, I remember like what a life. And then and then I I remember I was the fucking I was the literally the coolest dude in the group home when I got an alphanumeric pager. <laughs> Do you remember those? Pages, Do you remember man. those? I had three of them. I had three pagers, dude. I had one for drugs, one for chicks, and one for work. Oh, shit. 
the one for packages did not go off very much, but the other ones went <laughs> off. And, and if you got a good, if you got a good weed pager back in the days, dude, you could sell that pager because it would go off and they didn't care if fuck or anybody showed up as long as they got the bag of weed. Right. So, so the, I, I had no zero clue that you, that you were a, a drug dealer and not a, a, a bicycle delivery guy. When, yeah, when, and let me just we... clarify. You nailed that too. I'm not just a weed dealer. I'm. I used to be a full-on drug dealer. I could get what you wanted. Ecstasy. You want some fucking? I'll tell you a funny fucking fucked up story. Here's one. I never told this one. <clears throat> wait, wait, hold, hold, hold. I, uh, because we're hold the phone just a second. So okay, so okay, we didn't talk about this last time, but but were you were you plucked off the street for from the MTV people? We didn't talk about that before. Um um, I never turned in a, a tape. No, but but what happened was. After I signed the contract to actually do the show, I was a late insert. They already had seven people, and they were trying to get me to do it, and I wouldn't. This went on for, like, a long time, a month. And finally, I don't know. I was like, fuck, fine, I'll come in. They were calling my pagers, bro, and I, I, I was getting mad. I was like, fuck you, I don't want to do your show. Quit calling my fucking pager, dude. But, but finally, oh, really? Dude, like, like I, I used to, you said that, but, like, really? Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't at all excited to be on national television? No. No, I didn't want to do TV. Come on, Fuck that dude, TV. a little bit. I know. I'll tell you the truth. I, the only reason I did TV was so my mom and grandma could watch a soap opera with me on it. That's the only reason <laughs> I did it. I didn't care about the money or anything, dude. Can't you tell? I just wiped my no, ass I the get whole it. show. I get, I, like, I, I get, I get it. Like, I mean, like, I think you've, you've turned into. I don't think you're the same puck you were back then. But like, but but I, I but at some level, like, I mean, everybody is fucking mm. frothing at the mouth to get at that show. And then and you're like, yeah. nah, I don't want to, I don't want that show. Which which maybe no, it was which, like a hot chick, just like we were talking about. Yeah, exactly what we were. Just, it was like a hot chick, yeah, dude, and I did her dirty. Like, no, I, I got a, and I'm you might not know this story though, but I actually hit Marielle Spunum that ran that show. She was in in charge. She was the head of the show. She did uh, one life to live before that, so she had like I don't know thirty forty million bucks. She had a lot was of money. She, was she? A soap I opera hit opera her person? with a chicken wing. She was huh? a soap opera person before this. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a natural progression. I get it. Okay. Right, right. That's how the show. That's how the show conceptualized itself. From her, she did a reality show. She did the first reality show. Her and John Bunham. So anyway, I go in the. I go in John Murray rather. I go in her office. Right. Okay. So they convinced me to come in. They harassed my fucking pager so many times, dude. My friends were making fun of me and shit. I, and every time they call, you got to go to a fucking payphone and put a quarter in. I was getting mad. So I'm like, fuck. Okay, okay. I threatened so many times. I got to do it now. And I remember, this is fucking funny to me, Matt Kunitz is the guy that makes Fear Factor and the Wipeout Show and fucking all kinds of shit you guys watch, right? right? <laughs> I've never seen any of it. But Matt Kunitz at that particular time in, in life was a PA, a production paid, unpaid production assistant that answered the fucking phones. And he was the one that kept calling me, right? So I recognized his voice. He didn't admit it. I went into their office. I told them, oh, motherfucker, you called me again. I'm coming there right now. You're not going to like it. I hang up the phone. I drive down to Battery Street. And keep in mind, I am a bike messenger of sorts. So I had I delivered my my clients, like yuppie people's kids tape to that fucking place. Right. I'd been there. So I walk right in the fucking door. I flick my BMX bike hard as fuck into a bunch of a bookshelf full of tapes that falls over. Boom. Big mess. Big noise. Right. I run over, I grab the bike by, back, by the back tire, and I snatch it out of their tapes. They're hitting me in the face and shit. I flip the bike upside down right there in the mess, and I put it on its handlebars, and I look at everybody plexed up, like hunched over like the Incredible Hulk, dude, and I go, nobody touch my bike, I'm fucking serious. <laughs> so that, if you, 
Yeah. And if you really do that, dude, and turn it up like that, and I mean, you can't be a skinny little nerd and do that. Right. I'm a fucking guy. I was a bike master. I jumped through your front door. So I do the thing, plex up, they see it. And I go, who's fucking calling my pager? I got it in my hand, dude. And I'm shaking it around like a, like a wand, right? And I see the desk guy, Matt Kunitz. And I go, did you call this fucking pager, dude? Because I'm puck. And he shits all over himself. Right? I can literally see him shaking. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I'm here now, motherfucker. And right then, George Vershure, the director, comes in the room and says, hey, puck, we've been trying to get a hold of you, you know. Um, can we film you right now? And I'm pumped up, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. Are you serious? You want to film me right now, dude? And he looked like Beavis from Beavis yeah. and Butthead, right? George Wooster's got 75 million bucks right now. He, he fucking, and it doesn't say director on his forehead, but I ain't no idiot, dude. I grew around with the Thrasher, high-speed production guys, and shit. I know when a guy's in charge. He's somebody, right? He's maybe 10 years He's maybe 10 years older than me, and he just got off doing a fucking documentary, uh, Serengeti uh, Lions, right? I found all this out later. So I agree. I, I see, like, my big brother or something. I go, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do a fucking videotape right now. Let's do it. You got a camera set up? And he goes, yeah. And now keep in mind, I was a BMX dude. Right. I skateboard. I know about cameras, dude. I love cameras. I love how they work. I like how they film. That's what, that's what I mean. I like that's why I was surprised you that you're like, no, nah, I don't want to fucking do that shit. I don't want to do no fucking TV show. Fuck no. I can't sell weed anymore, well, dude. Well, yeah, well, that, well, then also, also, it's not your people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not when you your lose, people. Maybe like, like, when you lose your anonymity, dude, that is a big right. loss. Like, and it, it's almost yeah, it's like a we're huge... the shoot monkey, you know, like fucking, you know. Right. Yeah, I get it. Right, right. That's you. That's you forever. And I told people, don't squeeze coffee on TV because that's what you're going to be known for. Squeezing yeah, coffee. I love Fuck that, that fucking term. You're the first person that said that, and I fucking love it. I did. I said it to Corey, right? Coffee. I was breaking her down a little bit. <laughs> Squeeze coffee. You want to do that, you fucking idiot? That's great. Fuck, barista. But, but, good, good choice. That's a great job choice. Barista. I can make fucking little whippy hearts and fucking. I'll tell you milk. what, dude. Nowadays, the baristas are fucking killing it, dude, because. You know what? It's still a gay no, it's job. Still, it's dude. super gay. But like, but but I'm saying that like people, they're like people are treating them like soldiers because they because they're the ones in the front line. I would, you, I, know? you know, I would learn to do it. It pays good. Okay, I'll take it back. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do a gay job. I don't care. Fuck. Just, okay. just because. It, but anyway, corona, anyway, Corona so, saved so, their so careers, life. basically, is what I'm saying. Whatever. Fuck Corona. I put lime on my Corona. They quit making Corona. Fucking they pussies. Really? Yeah, they quit making it. It's not manufactured anymore right now. Yeah, that's, that's what, what a As sad story. Ah, oh, fuck. Can you imagine fucking being fuck. that guy that owned that company? Like, God damn it. I mean, fucking dude, Corona means crown. It means crown. Huh. It doesn't mean poison. Weird. So anyway, yeah. let me go back to the story. I'm almost at the good part. I'm going to hit the boss with a chicken wing in the fucking chest. <laughs> so I go into this room and they set up a camera real quick and I take a chair and it's comfy and it's MTV shit. They got nice shit. I'm sitting in this comfy couch chair. And I got my bike messenger bag and I didn't know that I was going to do this, but I had a lunch inside my bag and it was a bunch of fucking chicken wings from this liquor store that used to just keep a tab. You could go in and have three chicken wings, do some beer and they just write it down. Yeah. You pay them later. So I go over there, I get chicken wings and I had some beers and I had a blue soda. I remember this. I didn't want to drink beer on camera anyway, because I'm already crazy enough. And uh, so I started eating these chicken wings and this lady comes in. With a, with a big bouffant hairdo, blonde bouffant, sticking way up hair. And I could tell it was a wig. I was like, fuck, man, this chick's weird. She's got a wig on shit. She, I smell money, right. right? I just smell money. And she's wearing like a silk 
ruffled, looked like she stole her shirt from Prince and shit, right? So I'm like, all right, I got to fuck this lady up. I know what's going to happen right now. I'm, I'm, the, the rudimentary part of me is sweet, but there's a fucking nasty bone in there, dude. And I go, I went and got it. I got the bone out and I was like, all right, I'm going to fuck this lady up. And, and, and she fell right into it. Like within 35 seconds, dude, I said, uh, yeah, da da da, Mary Ellis. Cause it said, she had a nameplate on her desk. It said Mary Ellis Bunum, right? With a little hyphen. And I, so I just said, Mary, you know, her name, when I was talking to her, just in topical conversation, and she's asking me questions. And well, right away when we start, I'm like, oh, yeah, da, 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 Mary. And she goes, um, actually, it's Mary Ellis. And I didn't say nothing because I knew I had her. That's yeah. the hook. I lean back. I pull a chicken wing out. I ain't talking, dude. And I fucking gnaw most of the meat off the chicken wing, and I fucking throw it as hard as I can right at her chest. Bow. Jesus. And I go, you're not my boss. Get to ask me questions, man. Did, That's wait, it. Is, so the timeline is you haven't even been cast yet. No, nothing. That was my first fucking interview, dude. That was the first interview tape meeting of Puck. That and, was and, it. And somehow they were and surprised. Fucking, there was there was some friction between you and well, the audience. <laughs> well, no, they knew. They knew, dude. They knew. So that happened. And then she got up. You know somebody has over $10 million when you do something like that to them. And they don't. Because if you throw a chicken wing at me, dude, I'm going to be like, why, dude? Come on. Really? Yeah. You know, she didn't even say that. She was just got up and went. She held her shirt out away from her, looked at the big old fucking chicken wing explosion on that white silk shirt. And she went, oh, oh, my. And she walked out of the room and left the door open. So I just and I know I'm on camera. So I just kicked back. I went squished down into the chair like a punk rocker. I was like, all right. That was weird. I looked at the camera. That was weird. And I keep eating my chicken wings. Right. There's like 10 of them in there. <laughs> And uh, George Vershoor comes in and he says, um, uh, I'll just finish the interview if it's cool. I go, yeah, man, you're cool. Sit down. And I was super sweet. So then I took the mean bone away and I was just sweet, Dave. And they got a really good interview out of me. And at the end of it, the I only did like a 10 minute interview because I told him I got to go back to work. Fuck you. So he goes, well, listen, can I just grab that camera and jump in a van real quick? And we'll open the side door. And we can film you while you're riding your bike. And I go, oh, yeah, that's called a video follow, dude. I'll do that. And he goes, great. He's so excited. He runs and gets somebody with some keys and fucking shit. They get in his van. And dude, watch this. This is actually part of the show. Even though I didn't sign a contract yet, they kept this footage. I fucking looked at him crazy. I just ate my food and got a little soda in me and shit. You know, I had my, what I needed. I was perfect. And I fucking do like three pumps. I grab a car by the, by the fender. I put my foot on the bumper. They're filming this shit. And then I, the car's going like 50 and I let go, do a look back real quick, make sure they're there and then dip up into the fucking handicap curb and did like a 10 foot tabletop, dude, all X'd up and no landing. Boom. All over the sidewalk. Right. Just lay what shit. Did they play, what did they play that on? I get up. I, or what was that footage used? It's, it's, it's on like the first segment of the first show. They show like little montages okay. of me doing shit when, when they're introducing me to you and you'll see. They don't show any of that stunt. All they show is me finger painting blood puck on the side of my leg, <laughs> right? I finger paint my name on my leg in blood. And that was from that. And so and, and this is what got me the show is that I got right up and played it off. Like, I'm not even hurt, dude. That's cool. And then he was like, what? You, I, you touched the sidewalk going 50. I go, yeah, <laughs> but I crashed. The, the, I just, crash. I, I constantly am like, I, like, I think about what the fuck they were thinking. If they're like, imagine that, that cast. It's like they went, to a fucking gap and like and grabbed all the employees. I think they wanted me to punch somebody. I we look at this back, me and my friends, and we are convinced that they wanted me to sock somebody like, like up what, in like, that house, dude. I, I saw I saw 
the there there was like a, a trip to Hawaii after you left. And it was mm. it was the yeah most that was to bond everybody back up of television that ever existed. <laughs> they put that they go oh I know we'll do we'll take them all to Hawaii and they'll bond up as friends again. Like, no, okay, cool. no, okay, so we lost Puck. So who are we gonna get? Okay, let's get this <laughs> mild mannered little. Well, she's British, right? Like the chick. Vegan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, a vegan that had just got out of an abusive relationship. I mean, what the fuck what were they thinking, what a dude? Terrible, like like literally a terrible, terrible t- TV show. After it being the best TV show. For, but that was good for me because fuck, I had a, I had the Steve McQueen. I call it, dude. I had a show within right. a show. You do realize this? Watch this, Jeremy. After they kicked me off the show, why I was so remorseless about it is that I went to Marin, right where you're at. I went to Inverness for three days, dude, and I smoked weed at my friend's house, the Young Bloods, yeah. right? They got a house out there. Susie is my mom away from moms. That's the head matriarch, Susie Young. I go to her house and I smoke weed and fucking hang out and eat good food and surf and fucking walk on the beach and think about what I had just done because I did a big mess dude that was a fucking that was a show and I know I put it in the can and the whole time I'm out of um, beeper reception there's no beepers in fucking Inverness at this time and so after three days of me just kicking back doing what I want to do I had a Bonneville car and shit you know fucking fuck you I left and uh when I came back to like where you live, Sausalito area, right? My pager just explodes in like Mill Valley. Boom, starts going off. And I'm like, fuck, it says overflow, <laughs> right? And I'm backing up through it and it's all them. Just fuck, a bunch. And so I go, all right, all right, I'll, I'll call them. I pull over. I'm in like Sausalito by the fucking docks and shit where there's the, uh, what is the Trident, yeah. right? Is it still there? I borrowed the phone of the Trident, dude, and I called the real world and I said, yeah, man, fucking. Uh, I knew this guy, Gordon Johnson, owns a, a yoga retreat there, right? And so I told him I was at this yoga retreat, hanging out, you know, balancing myself after that fucking awful, crazy-ass show you just yeah. put me through. Well, and was, uh, was cool. they go, well, we want to... Right, and I called him right out, and I said, I want my money, dude. You know, where's my, where's my check? I want my severance check. There's no extra money involved, and it was, <clears throat> it was like 5,300 bucks, right? That's all they pay you for, five and a half months, 5,300 bucks. And I'm like, all right, I want my check. And you're not prorating shit. I want my whole fucking contract check. Are you going to give it to me or not? And they're like, well, yeah, we'll give it to you. We want to meet you at a restaurant. Where do you want to go? And I said, uh, Stars. I'll go to Stars. They go, okay. And I know the people who run the Stars, dude. Come on. Yeah. I'm cool. They smoke weed. Right. So I go to Stars, and they're there, you know, with a bunch of food already. And I'm like, oh, thanks for ordering for me. <laughs> Fuck. I go in, and... uh there's a little Beavis and Butthead cardboard cutout on the table and George Vershur by himself. No, no, it's George Vershur and uh, uh, his sidekick. So they're there and they got my check. So they give me the check and they go, we want to continue filming you, Puck. And I go, fuck you. No way, man. I'm fucking out of here, dude. He goes, no, no, we'll pay you more money to continue filming because, you know, the you live there. Those people suck, dude. I mean, we need you to finish this show out. And I go, well, what are the, what are the terms? Like, I'm not living with them. He goes, no, no, no. You just do your regular life. And if you do something interesting, you just call us and we'll show up and we'll film that. So I had control. Complete control. From, within from, a show. From day, from day one. Yeah. Sure. I, I, and dude, when I called them, I would be buying my girlfriend like a fucking, I, I told them I was going to buy her a, a, an engagement ring, but I really just bought her a tie tack. <laughs> So it was great. Well, yeah, was I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you what happened. I what happened was money. Is, that, is that you left, and then and then the, and then they were like, "Hey, do you do you want an English muffin?" 
yeah, I'll take an English muffin. Okay, thanks. You know, and, and, and imagine fucking, how mad like, Jesus, this is. How mad English. was the production, dude? And then like we got we got a we got a the, the, dude, the got production with dreads, but he's fucking whiter than anybody in the house. You know. Oh God, that guy sucked. He wasn't even in that band, yeah, you know. Really? I swear to God, the Midnight Voices. Here's me being a local guy, like a skateboarder around town. I know everybody, and so that guy was claiming he's from yeah. SF, right? But I took that personal. I'm like, all right. Uh, but the day I met him, I never met him before, and that was weird, right? Because I'm way I run with black dudes all the time. I was like, uh, okay, sure. And I just widened up and dummy up on it, right? I'm dummy. I don't, I don't know. But I asked all my music dude friends, and I know everybody, dude. They're like, that guy got put in that band just for that season of that show. Oh, so they already had the Midnight Voices, and then he would do a fill-in. If you notice, it was like a 15-person band, right? And so on that show, once I found that out, and if you watch it, I start fucking with him, dude. And I, when I start fucking with somebody, it's like, it's like subliminal and overt the entire time, and you fucking right. hate me. So what I did was I monikered his band name to something else. First thing you do to hurt a guy in a band, <laughs> yeah. right? So his band's name wasn't Midnight Voices anymore. It was Mediocre Choices. And I fucking said it all the time, dude. Oh, yeah. When's the next Mediocre Choices uh, gig, dude? I'm going. And he goes, and he would have to say, you know, it's, it's Midnight Voices, fuck. I go, whatever. Mediocre Choices. I, I, love, I, love, uh, I love the first episode when uh, you spill a beer. And he goes, hey, man, you just spilled a beer. And you go, hey, man, it's just a wave of the future. <laughs> it's a wave of the future, dude. All right. Don't they know the yeah, show's yeah. coming right then? Right then when I'm like coining beer spilling phrases as a wave of your future. I mean, fuck. They, they didn't know yeah. they were fucked yet. I heard stories from those other people's friends, you know, because I meet people randomly. And they're like, man, fucking, you know, Muhammad, you like ruined his life. I'm like, God, that's giving me a lot of power. I, I, I never, ever heard from that guy again. I, I, and there, there's actually, there's actually, most 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 seasons they have like these reunion things there was like the big one i remember that you crashed pretty hard uh in la yeah i was on acid for that one i was on four hits of four-way acid bro that's fucking 12 13 14 15 16 hits dude you know the thing is is that people what an animal it seems at least from like you know from from a consumers perspective perspective that like that all of the all of the castmates from all the seasons fucking love you bro watch this okay listen listen here's something that you, as a viewer of that show that particular show you cannot see this they would never let you see this but i actually did do this uh and i just did it on a podcast to fucking vegas the guy that the guy that does the podcast jason green was there he was my handler yeah. Dude, I made him I made him show this gnarly gay porno in my personal <laughs> green room. Right? It was gnarly. The fucking worst one ever. Shit eating and fucking oh my god. No, no. It was a guy puts a cone, a pylon up his ass. That's why I'm wearing that pylon Jesus. jacket. Okay. Right? On that show. So that I'm it was like it was like a fake coming out party in a violent really bizarre way. And I did it to him. I did it to him. And I, they did it. I couldn't believe I got them to do it. They actually had a separate little <laughs> green room for me by myself. And there was a fucking gnarly porno in there. It was running right. It had to be facing the door, you know, so when people barge in, they see that. Me sitting this, right this in front is all of the TV. In, pinned this out is on acid, dude. This is your rider? Or you, this is all stuff that was in your what? rider? Like, you, you've, like, requested that this be be there? We, Mandatory. Yeah. yeah. I have to have my own room. 
with a road pylon and a fucking uh this this particular movie that I'm gonna show. I didn't tell him it was gay porno. I said I'm gonna show, I'm gonna watch a movie, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to be disturbed. And I'll, I'll come 45 minutes early, and I'm not going to fucking break anything, and I'll be as nice as I can be. But I need these things. A room by myself. Only Jason Green has access to me previous to the show. And then when you're going to go, when you're down to one minute before we're going to shoot, come get me. Have Jason come and go, uh, minute, fuck <laughs> one minute. And he did. He did, dude. And I fucking crushed it. I walked right up to Judd after all that weird shit. They had seen what was going on in my room, you know? I walked right up to Judd, the, the dude that was the little backstabber guy on my show. And he was fucking nervous as fuck. He's here I come. He can see me. Oh, and let me add, I'm on acid. And uh, at Universal, the stage they used was the fucking Flintstone set. So backstage is all these volcanoes and shit, dude. I'm on acid. Oh, man, it's great. So I walk up. I think I'm in fucking some pastime fucking movie. I go, yeah. I walk right up to Judd and I go, hey, buckle up, dude, because you're going to get it right now. And they open the door and we start the show. Oh, it was great. It was like being Rob Halford, dude. I went, You yeah. walked in like a fucking beetle, I remember. Like people were just, you know, grabbing at you and you were fucking. It was a good uh, time. Yeah, it was great. It's great. Because I'm cool, man. Because I'm fucking cool. You, you, it, it was all fake. You could pump, pump the opposing guy up. That's, a, that's an art of war tactic. Pump his ass up, dude. I'm coming, dude. I'm bringing 8,000 guys. And then you show up with your <laughs> girlfriend. I was just kidding. Fuck. Wait, what are you guys all mad about? I'm just here to talk. <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. I don't know eight thousand guys, but yeah, I got him good. I got him good. And so that that put that put those those reunions on the map, you know, as I would show up. I showed up to another one with my mom in a race car, fucking kicked the door open and started fucking just being nuts, man. I was like, You're ugly inside. I'd say, I remember like I remember uh, you can't Pam keep... was was the other lady right? that they're married now, Judd and Pam. I think they're they were on. A, they, they have a baby. A, they were on a local... Have you seen their baby? Their baby is so <laughs> ugly, dude. Oh god. I have. I have their baby's it. so ugly. Uh, it's got to be. What is it? Fucking. What is it? Thirty-two now. How old is that fucking kid? I don't know, man. But a uh, Asian chick with freckles and oh, she so, was ugly. So they, they were on a local god. TV station here, and uh, and like, and I I sat and watched this 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 newscaster. I mean, obviously they had said we don't want to talk about puck. You know, like we we'll, we'll talk about yeah, no else, puck, but you know, uh, and I just watched this guy struggle the whole time to be like, okay, so we're, basically we're gonna talk about Pedro the whole time and and your guys' marriage. Yeah, so then puck. No, I can't talk about puck. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. What a shitty interview. You know that guy Judd. That guy Judd finished. Um, and I don't put a jacket on anybody I can't prove, right? So yeah, this guy he finished uh, Pedro's AIDS tour, right? Made a bunch of money. And he doesn't even have AIDS. He just lived with the guy. It was really awkward for me. I was like, "You're a fucking right, dick." Those you guys, know that? That, guys that play basketball with the in the wheelchairs when they don't, they're not actually in the wheelchair. Yeah, right, 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 right. Listen, I, I, oh, that's fucked up, dude. Don't let me catch somebody doing all that. the time. Is that really well, people like people like post it on Instagram like, uh, "Hey, I went and played basketball with the guys in wheelchairs today." You know, it's very odd. It's an odd, it's an odd like choice of of a uh, of a uh, something to spend your time helping people with but i don't know who, who knows in my world in my world that deserves a sock in the fucking mouth dude just to run right up and just right. do it bow had to get you had to get you dude i was in a wheelchair man so i take that shit personally you know before i got hurt and broke my neck i uh i actually helped a lot of people that were injured all the time i mean because of what i did it was so physical you know riding a bike and yeah. skating and shit uh 
that I would rehabilitate myself. And so if other people got hurt around me, I had a, I had a compassionate feeling for him, you know, and I would help him. So when I got hurt, all those people came out of the woodwork for me. You know, they're like, man, dude, we got you. They brought me a big craftmatic adjustable bed and a fancy wheelchair and a walker. And I learned to walk. Again. This I mean, is from what was the accident? I, I hit a deer in uh, San, in uh, San Diego mountains on the, on the going up to this lake to fish with my son. So I had my eight year old kid in the car too. And uh, I went 92 feet off an embankment. There was no guardrail and was stuck in the car. You know, the car wadded up around me and the, my kid didn't get hurt somehow. I mean, God's light or something. And he crawled out the little tiny gap of the front window that was left. He went out that window and saved my life, dude. Did he, I would have died. He, he went and got help or I was the car. Yeah. Yeah. He crawled up to the top. It's a centerfold the national Enquirer. He, he fucking crawled to the top of the hill. It was like 92 feet, dude, through bushes. His only injuries really were, he uh, cut his liver on the seatbelt, which heals in like a week. And, uh, he had slivers all over his body because, I mean, your dad's in a car wadded up and he was panicked, you know. So he got a lot of splinters. It was dark. It was nighttime. And uh, he got up the road. I could still talk to him. I was like, Bogart, stay out of the goddamn street, man. Fuck, you're going to get hit by a car. He goes, I'm not in the street. And the car came and he flagged it down and they called the uh, paramedics and shit. Uh, yeah, Bogart Peyote, dude. Bogart he's, Peyote, he's I love kid. it. That's a, great, that's a great name. Bogart Peyote. Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen it for eight he, years. What's he up to? Do they do the social I, media thing or no? I, I, I don't know. I try to find him. I find some of my friends have gleaned me a few pictures and shit. I mean, it breaks my yeah. fucking heart, man. It really hurts my feelings. But what are you going to do? You know, I mean, I, I kind of, at this point, I've had enough time by myself to reflect on this shit with prison and this and whatever that I, I did some dastardly shit in my life and that's the payback. You know, I lost I'll tell you what, I mean, like, I mean, and it was easy for yeah, my wife like, to like set I me told up. You, I mean, I, I, I grew up not knowing who my birth father was, but I, th- I think, I think, I think a lot of, I think, I think that must have been hard. Like, you know, once, once, once you're an adult, once you're 18 years old and, and you're allowed to think on your own and you're not getting fed your thoughts from, from your parents, you know, like then I think that's, that's the point where you go, Hey, no, I really want to fucking meet this guy. I mean, I want to hang out with this guy. This is, you know, and, and, and until that yeah. happens, yeah. you know, you're just kind of a product of whatever you're well, around, you know? I mean, I appreciate what you're saying, but right before, this is what actually made me leave L.A. I didn't just have wild hair in my ass. I got really sad about not seeing my kids, you know, and I knew they were in L.A. They're just a mere little freeway right away. There they are. And uh, my wife would call the cops and say I had a gun and fucking was going to kill them and all this other shit. I just want to see my kids. And I went to jail. I went to prison twice over that, which was sad. I just I never threatened her. I never what, what, beat her what was up. the charge? Like, and uh, the laws. Oh, shit. Stalking. Felony stalking, dude. Yeah, so I'm a double felony stalker. I mean, I stalked the fuck out of you. Pro- it's apparently, like the, the, the opposite of like being um, a, of a like a deadbeat dad is like stalking your kids. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking present, dude. It was sad as fuck, man. And then, so so anyway, I uh, this I left L.A., man, and it involves my kid Bogart. I uh, I was at a store. I was at a Vons, and I was buying groceries, and this black chick, Pazione, that I know big black chick. She, she's a checker. And she says, Hey, puck man, I haven't seen you in fucking forever, dude. And I go, yeah, I'm crazy. Oh man, I'll come over here. I went around her side and gave her dapped her up. And she's like, you know, your son works here at this store, dude. And I go, who Bogart? And she goes, yeah. I go, wow, man. And I thought about it for a second. I go, if I go to the car, I have my van, man. I have tons. I write all kinds of shit. You know, I'm an artist. So I, I had envelopes and 
shit. So I came out to the van. I wrote a letter to him and I sealed it up and gave it to her and she gave it to him. And it had my number on it. Shit. You know, I'm basically it said, you know, I'm your dad. I miss you. I don't know what's going on with anything except for that. I miss you. I'm your dad. I'm in Venice, yeah. dude. Call me up. We'll go surfing. I know everybody. You know, I know people who have they'll just let us borrow surfboards. And uh, he didn't call. And every day I hung, you know, I made sure there was batteries charged up. It was on me at all times. Dude, like you yeah. get in that job, watching the payphone. I did that. I had the payphone the whole time. And uh, he never called. So after a week, like, I don't know, eight or nine days, I went back to that store. And I knew what that Paceon worked in the daytime and shit. So she's there. I was like, hey, man. She goes, oh, yeah, man. It's good to see you again, dude. I go, did you give Bogart that letter? And she goes, yeah, I did. I go, well, he never called me. And, man, her face fell off. She was so sad. She goes, man, I can't believe that. She goes, I never liked your wife, man. I don't like her. She goes, she, she goes, Betty, your wife got caught stealing here, like shoplifting. And I went, uh, figures. I mean, I don't know. Man. I don't want to talk about that really at all. She's like, okay. I go, well, tell Bogart I, I love him, you know, if you see him. And I was back in here looking for him. But, uh, yeah, you can also tell him I'm probably going to leave L.A. He doesn't call me pretty quick. And he never called, so I stayed for another two, three weeks, and I just split, dude. I was like, yeah, yeah fuck it. We'll come around. I fucking love kids, though. I really do, dude. You know, nothing thrills me more than in my life. I can look back at all the crazy shit I did, dude. But I remember being a BMX guy, like a man, and there'd be a kid that had a BMX bike, but he wasn't very good. And I could take two or three hours of my time, bro, and that kid would be ripping. You know, he'd be fucking doing it. And that made me feel better than anything else in my life. You know, that kid went home with right. a fucking tool, you know, a tool, a tool to, to, to live free, you know, to not, your parents can't tell you how to ride your right. bike. They just give you a bike, you know, and that, that helped me, man. Fuck my, I had a weird childhood. So I would take it out on the bicycle and man, I rode my bike all over the Bay area, dude. I had a girlfriend in Cupertino and I lived in fucking Fremont. Yeah. That's so that's yeah. commitment, dude. I got me a little. I got me a little Basso road bike, and I rode that shit, dude. It was like fucking two hours to her house and two hours back, and I'd sleep in the fucking Cupertino fucking oak woods until her parents went to school, went to work. Dude, they, you know what they just did? They just opened yeah, up the, big rugby. The, the the Richmond Bridge to bikes and 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 uh, and walking. You can you can you can you can you can wow how? ride your bike all the way from here to Richmond or the East Bay. The Richmond oh, the Bridge, you know, like, bridge, like, going, you like uh, you know, from like from uh, from yeah, yeah. Toledo to uh, yeah, yeah, right past to there. the prison. Or all those? Yep. Okay. Where do it, where they, do the people walk? A whole lane. It's like, it's kind of like uh, they haven't really finished it. I don't think. But oh. There's a, yeah. They dedicated a lane to it. That's cool. That's a dangerous bridge. You know, I had my hood fly up on that bridge one time. I was going like 120, <laughs> just being a dick, and the hood came up. Broke my front window in on me and shit. It scared the shit out of me, man. I didn't crash. Yeah. And then I drove all the way. I drove all the way home to Fremont with no fucking front window and a mashed in hood. It was great. Was that did, 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 your your hood didn't fly off, did it? No, that. No, no. It fucking mustached into my car. I had to tie. I had bungee cords and shit, you know. And I had to go only. I ran out of gas on the freeway once. So yeah. And ooh, it's actually wow! One of, the, one of the best places you can run out of gas because they get you cool. No, yeah, because yeah, people quick, run right up your ass and get you the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got cameras for that shit. You know, on that note, I've climbed the Bay Bridge Tower on the San Francisco side to the summit many times. And then 
I've done both towers on the I, Golden Gate Bridge. I didn't know. I learned this recently. I have a friend, and her her grandfather was the president of the of the Golden Gate Bridge, which I didn't even know was a thing. But but yeah, I guess so. But Is that a thing? There, but there's a but there's like there's there's uh, elevators and like walkways and like you know like there's a whole like inner inner city almost in in the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh yeah, inside the tower is like a submarine, dude. It yeah. even has submarine doors at the top. So if you go, if you go, this is where my Oakland childhood comes in and Fremont shit. You, if you walk all the way up the cable, right, you get to the top and there's a submarine door. You got to pick the lock yeah. on that fucking door, and then it opens up and you're inside this thing. There's newspapers in there from the guys that work there. They read newspapers, hang out. What a trick! You just you just did that. You just did that. Just, so we always got just uh, just on your own. Just decided I'm gonna fucking climb up this thing and get in there. We used to do it all the time. I did it. I did it like I don't know. I did it like six years in a row for my birthday. If somebody else had some wild hair, I'd take them to do it. I'd be like, yeah, man. Especially the Bay Bridge. The Bay Bridge one was really wild because you could lock your bike up underneath it on the cleat, the big cement thing. You lock your bike up down there, and then you could go up onto the off the on ramp, that first one, and you could run your ass on the on ramp, and you're running for your yeah. life. You know what I mean? There's cars. It's active. It's active traffic. And, and you don't want right. to get seen and have somebody call the cops. So this was also back in the pager <laughs> days. Nobody had a phone. So it's me and a guy or me and two guys with, a, with our little bike messenger bags full of beer and weed and shit. We're running our asses off on the fucking on-ramp. And then you run down about like, uh, I'm going to say 250 yards, right? Maybe 200 yards. And there's a fucking ladder sticking out over the death fall, right? So you get out on this ladder and you crawl up that. And then you're on the cable. I know, what's weird is on the I know upper deck. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and then you run that fucking cable, dude. You got be careful. It's painted in sand, so it's grippy. But fucking to be wet, dude. We do it in the fog. Oh man, I did it one time for the for the Golden Gate on the Sausalito side, and the fucking sleepy cat had came. Ran. It was the clouds yeah. were socked in, and we did it anyway. And we climbed out of the clouds, bro. It was magic. Wow. Oh fuck. Just the towers sticking out, and we're up there. It's bright, crispy daytime, and we're in this fucking. It looked like a giant blanket on San Francisco. What a trip. Cool man. There's a there's a there's a documentary yeah. that I'm, I'm sure you haven't seen, but but uh, it, it's this guy that 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 pointed a camera up at the Golden Gate Bridge for like a, a year or something. Have you seen it? How I have seen that. Is that? I, I've listen. Uh, well, I've watched people do it, dude. I've watched. I watched a girl in a dress jump off that fucking bridge, dude, and she like definitely died. The, the, there's the one, the one guy. The dress is over. He's the one guy that I, I really wanted to hear his story. I'm like, okay, so what the fuck was? What were you thinking? What were you doing? You know, and he's like, and he was, you know, he said he got skittles for his last meal. You know, I was like, that's interesting. And then he ended up living because because the the what do you say dolphins? I think were 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 dolphins or 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 some what? kind of whale, like maybe a killer whale or whatever was. Was pushing him up because he because he used his whole all his bones were smashed you know, and uh, it was a dolphin. Yeah, it was a dolphin. Dolphins alive, do shit like and, that. Uh, yeah, they do. And now you know he's a big advocate for putting the nets out and all that stuff. But uh, no, no, no. You no, interviewed I, this guy. I, huh? I just I saw him on the on the uh, on the uh, on the documentary and uh, and documentary. I was I was, I was <clears> the <throat> most the most intrigued at, at his story because you know. I mean, you, you always there's people that always talk about killing themselves, and there's people that do it, and you don't ever really get to talk to the people that do it, you know. And 
and don't succeed. And that's kind of a crazy one. I mean, you jump off a bridge and live. Jesus, yeah. you the, were not supposed said, to die. Yeah, now the pressure's on, buddy. You better fucking... Right, right. Does he feel guilty or did he he's, really kick ass at his life afterwards? His, What's his, that guy's name? I want to interview him. I know, him. right? Where's that guy? I want to go it, find him. I know. What the hey. fuck are you doing, dude? Get to work. You're, you know what you are? You're my road dog now. You're hanging out with me. <laughs> I'll so, fucking so, uh, give some life so to him. He, Come on. No, no. I, I think that that would be actually be really good. He, he, he advocates for, for like bridge safety stuff and like and, and suicide awareness. The last time I checked it was that that's what he's up to. But but yeah, what a trippy fucking documentary, man. Just the, the thing I kept on thinking was is, is, OK, so you got this guy on camera. You're pretty sure this guy's about to jump and you're just filming. You know, that's. I guess, yeah, there's, there's not much you can do at that point. It's but, morbid, dude, and weird. Uh, I mean, I'm not into right. making money off people jumping off a bridge, dude. That's not my thing. You know, that's, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I would like to make some money with you, though, and I would love you to come here and fucking camp with I me. Mean, can, are, am I allowed to cross state lines while I get shot by the fucking, by the... Yeah. No, 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 you won't. I called the fucking, uh, I got a CHP buddy. It's still open right now. I can't guarantee it's going to stay open, yeah. but yeah, you'll make it here. You need gas money or something? I got you. Oh, man, that's like it's. We can we can do like a Venmo or a, a Cash App. Fucking get in your car and just start driving. Sedona. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful. You're gonna die when you get here, bro. Fuck. Hey, there was a fucking baby antelope nuzzling, suckling off its mom. That Come on, bro. Amazing. Right here. I saw three mom elks the day before that with pr- big pregnant stomachs. They're here to calf, dude. I'm going to see all this. I'm not leaving. This is like Dave's documentary with no camera. I don't even have a camera, dude. You got you got you got to get one. I don't want one. No, fuck you. You're you're, you're taking but Look you're at the camera. Instagram, I've already proven this to myself. It's the Instagram shots. That's all anybody's going to get, dude. You're getting fucking my stupid gay ass phone dumbass pictures. Bad, That's all they're getting. Dude, I've already pro- I, they're not that bad, right? I'm pretty good. You know, it's funny. You know, I gotta, I gotta say, it's funny for me to shoot these selfies. You know, because I know chicks like take like twenty of them. Those are one, <laughs> dude. I just when I get where I'm going, I just bow. I find a trail that's called Slim Shady yeah, that, Trail. I'm like, perfect. how could you not? Bow, and that's it. And I just go. I have to because I'm in the Slim Shady you know goddamn what? You video. Said that to me, and I, and I was like, is he? And then I went and looked, and I was like, there the fuck he is. There. Yeah, without me, dude. And it even runs my name underneath me just in case everybody's He's doubting got a on great it. Probably, new yeah, single, dude. I, I he had he had a couple he had a couple I don't know. I didn't even know they came out. And then he came out with this Godzilla track. You can check it out. It's fucking it's a it's a banger. All right, I'll write it down. You know what? If you're turning in I'll I'll do it, but normally I'd fucking I don't know. Uh, obviously, obviously you met him uh, when you did the shoot. Oh, come on. He, I got a picture of him with little Bogart. Bogart's about a year old, and and he's sharing a bag of Doritos with my little tiny kid in a wow, stroller. Awesome. I mean, you know, you know, I'll tell you this: <clears throat> my kid has the best baby album, and it's the only thing I have from the entire marriage. I have my son's baby album. Wow, fuck! And it it hurts me to look at it because it's shit like that. You know, here's Dr. Dre with fucking little Bogart and here's fucking, you know, your dad's cool, right. man. I mean, like, like, <laughs> and, and I did, you'll, you'll appreciate this. You remember Polaroid made these little tiny Polaroids yeah. for a while, right? They may still make them. They made these little yeah. tiny, like one inch Polaroids. Well, and they were colored. So I did, I got sponsored by Polaroid and I had 600 packages of that film. 
and like 10 of those cameras. So I made all of his fucking photos in the thing are that big. Him coming out of his mom, that big. Wow. It was classic. It's like it's like a it's like an art piece to me, you know. It well, is. I like it's an art the piece. I Polaroid cameras, I mean they not even with the hipsters, man. Those, that those are fucking cool again altogether. Like I think they're fucking awesome. I, listen, man, you can write on them. You must have seen me do that on TV. I get it, Polaroid, take a picture of myself or you or whatever. And then I wait till it starts to develop and you can see where the head is or the couch or whatever. And then I take a fucking roller pen, like a big pen, and you can draw on the picture and it won't, it, it stays yeah. the drawing and the picture. No, that, that, you know? it, or you get that, that, that once in a million unicorn, like double exposure fucking picture that, that, yeah. Oh yeah. I love those two. Fuck yeah. These kids, these millennials will never know. Fuck. Well, I don't want to be the old guy that's like, Dude, oh, already, man, already, back in our days. Don't do that to them, dude. They don't hear you. Don't yeah. you remember when people used to talk to us? Listen, if I sold weed to somebody, if I sold weed to somebody and he was 32, yeah, fucking, he was a fucking yeah. dinosaur, okay? Why am I even selling this fucking old, gross guy weed? And now I'm 51. So I'm beyond that guy. So they don't want to fucking hear you, you know? They're like, oh, fuck this guy. To them, you missed the boat. For instance, you know, the only reason I really go, I'm going after this thing is because I met this yeah. kid that was on Twitch, right? I was at the, I was at the, I think it's after I did the podcast with you. I went to the, the forest lawn graveyard. I, I hang out at the graveyard. I don't know. People are cooler than me <laughs> like, and they're dead. Yeah. And I, I hang out with them, right? It's true. It's true. I, it's true, dude. I go to the graveyard. Everybody knows that. And I'll meet people at the graveyard. We have a picnic there. It's cool. Right. Smoke weed. Nobody says shit. So I'm at the graveyard and I'm actually at Ronnie James Dio's grave, right? One of my favorites. I'm chilling with Ronnie James Dio, dude. I'm smoking some weed. And this fucking, I was in my, uh, my, my Volvo brick. I was in the 240. And this fucking kid pulls up in a baby blue Lamborghini, dude. And he gets out. And I say kid loosely. He was about 23. Right. Which is a man. But he's only 23. He's 23, dude. He gets out of his fucking Lambo. And I'm like, oh, my God. Fuck. Look at that. Right. And he walks right up to where I am and, and he's going to walk past me, you know, into these little mausoleum things. And I go, hey, excuse me, young man. I get up. I go, you don't have to answer my question, but I'm curious to know how you made the money to buy that Lamborghini. And he goes, well, you know, um, <laughs> sir, he served me. He goes, you know, sir. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. You know, you're old when they say, sir. Fuck. Yeah, you're fucked. And so <laughs> he goes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm on Twitch. Right, went, right. That's exactly that some kind what of I drug? And he goes, no. He said, no, no, it's a it's a live web feed. Fucking he got all into this shit. He was saying language I don't understand, dude. He was saying shit that even Dave Puck does not get. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is an influencer? I don't know what that is. And he goes, I'm an influencer. I'm a big one. And I go, you're not a very big guy. He was little as fuck, too. And he had, I got little string bean chick arms, dude. His arms were smaller than mine, man. I was like, fuck, this guy is a little tiny skinny kid. I go, so what brings you here to the, to the, to the graveyard? And he goes, well, I, I, when I made all this money, I re I unburied my grandfather and I buried him here. And I go, wow, that's nice, man. You got a good, you got a good set of head on your shoulders. I go, um, what is this thing? Explain to me what it is. I want to, I want to try it out. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He explains, he shows how to get on the phone and shit. So I kind of did a little research into it. And then I was drinking beers with my friend puzzle downtown and uh, we were at a bar. Uh, a big brewery uh, in the arts district. 
and there's fucking hell of people around. And I see this fucking kid with the same phone right. that that kid had. Right. And he's doing a live feed right at the place and they're drinking beers and shit. And it was this big dude like you and then a skinny, weird little nerdy kid and a drug dude. And then this guy, the influencer. And I'm just watching him for like 10 minutes, dude, do this feed. Right. It's got a big fuzzy ass fucking microphone camera on it. It's bigger right. than a phone, but it's kind of like a phone. Same shit. And I tell my buddy Puzzle, I go, Puzzle, hey, pay attention. I go, listen, <laughs> will you slap fight me right now? And he's like a martial arts dude like me, you know? And I go, I, he goes, how far are we going to go? And I go, like a number seven uh, hamburger cheek. <laughs> and he goes, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So we're going to fucking fight, dude, right now. We are going to fight, and I'll do it. So I go, I go, yeah, stay here, and then I'm going to call you over. I'll give you like a, you know, whistle and come over. So I go, it's two tables over. I go over to where the kids are, and I'm an old guy. They don't know who I am, bro. And I'm way right. more famous than all these little fuckers. And I lean my head into where there's cameras. I go, what's this thing, dude? Wow. Hey. And you can see right away they start texting my name on there. It looks like Puck, man. That's <laughs> Puck. That is Puck. And he sees this and he says, who's Puck? No, he said, what's Puck? What's Puck? And I go, me, motherfucker. Come here, Puzzle. And right then and there, I tell Puzzle, let's fucking do it, dude. And he goes, what's happening? And I go, me and Puzzle are going to slap fight in that parking lot right now. And you guys are going to all get to see it, man. And his fucking viewer base went to the moon. And he's like, what the fuck? And he grabbed his camera and turned it off and <laughs> ran out of the bar, dude. And I looked at Puzzle and I go, he goes, we're not going to slap fight no more. I go, no, that guy's a pussy, man. His friends are still there. I'm like, what, what happened right now? And he goes, oh, you puggled him. I go, what's that? That's where you go on his fuck webcast, but you're bigger and more famous than him. And you take it over. We don't like that. I go, I'll fuck every one of you guys this day. Technically, are you are you fuck a out of bar. What are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm me a, too. Yeah, okay. No, I'm a generation yeah, yeah. Xer. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that. I'm an works, Xer. But I, I did look it up recently because I heard that there was like derogatory terms being thrown back and forth. But uh, but uh, yeah. Whatever. You know, any of those kids want to get naked and fight? I'll fuck dude, those kids up, dude. All of them. Hands. Right, right. What wins? Old age right. and treachery. I know that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's why the old guy is the but boss. You're right, of the you're right though. Ship, you're right in saying guy. that like that there's nothing that we could say to those fucking idiots to make them to like just No. No, I I know that going into it. I know that going into it. You know, if anything I'll make out <laughs> with their girlfriend and then give her back and be like, "Nah." But shit, yeah, I, I love I, 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 I have a couple friends that have have kids that are that old and like and like they legitimately have have a youtube star as like their backup plan you know like oh yeah i mean if shit doesn't work out then i'll just i'll just start making youtube videos like <laughs> like all right that is a crock of shit dude how right? are they gonna get content dude you know i mean this is coming from me listen i the reason th there's two reasons why i became as big as i was because i had number one ratings for yeah. six years dude six fucking years my ratings were so good that they ran my show with the new show from the next yeah. year over and over again okay so the reason why that happened was, A, I am personality stricken. I can talk right. about fucking ham sandwiches for an hour, okay? But the other part of that, the key, the bigger part of that is I had content, dude. I knew where to go. I knew what to do. I know people. We'd go to restaurants and they already know me. Hey, Puck, what's up? What's these cameras? Oh, I'm on TV, dude. You know? That shit goes far. So if these kids think they're going to fucking go walk around San Francisco and know all the people in the restaurant. Right. That's not real. I'll, I'll tell you what's amazing is this, really is happen, it, uh, in, you know, you, you and I could talk for fucking three hours 
and and generally like the the shit that I like to fucking bullshit about like you don't fuck with like you don't fuck like I can't talk to you about Tiger King or the fucking the new Netflix special that came out and like but we but yet dude wait 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 what is Tiger is King what is that I've heard insane, that before bro. It's this cat. It's it's a it's a it's a documentary Come about on. this guy with a fucking blonde mullet, and he has a tiger like like uh like like fucking basically a circus. He has like a hundred and sixty something tigers, and he and the story is that he ends up like putting a hit out on this chick that had a nonprofit to try to save the tigers, and it's just this documentary that just goes fucking ham. It's out of control. But it's, it's, is it reality, it's a reality it show? Up? But then but then it gets into reality when the actual when actual charges are filed and like, you know, the, the hit is put out and then the guys. In... So he really did. He's, he he's really did jail, get caught putting a hit out on the competitor. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you just no way. social media or Instagram, I'm sure you see references everywhere. Cause like everybody's. Well, no, I'll tell you why it came to me because one of my biker buddies told me, Hey, fucking tiger King, dude, man, he's you. <laughs> he needs your help. I was dude, like, he's a this trip. guy? He's a rap star. He's got a mullet. I was like, There's I love so him already. Who is he? I mean, you're nothing. watching this documentary, and he's got like a boyfriend that like that ends up being straight. He just wanted the mess, and then, and then, and then he ends up killing. Oh, and he's gay on top right, of all the other shit. He's gay, and he has tiger. Straight guy ends up killing himself, like in the middle of the the circus, or you know, the whatever the. It, it... Okay, okay. I don't you love really this love this guy. Love you really show. love this guy, Jeremy. Well, don't be I mean, a dick, dude. You love this I'll guy. I'll dress up okay? as Hall- at Halloween I love this for sure. Guy. Yeah, I love him enough. Why don't we? No, no, dude. Listen. Why don't we All do right? something nice for him? It won't cost us very much money. I'll pay for it. Why don't we? Why don't we become his pen pals? Yeah. How hard is it to find the? I guess I can find out the jail, and we can figure out there. Inmate, inmatefinder.com, dude. I'll find it. Find you. Text me his fucking real name. And I will fucking find him. And then we Let's will write him, him podcast, lots of letters. We'll I will mail him. It's hard to do from prison. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could. I'd have to write him the letters though first because you can't contact directly. And I've been yeah. to prison, so I know how to do this. How's that? So what state did I, this I, happen? I heard it's, it's in Oklahoma. And I think I, last I heard he was in Oklahoma City. But then I heard a rumor he was in Texas. So Perfect. That's, it's one of those places. But we, we, we can figure it out. I hope it's Oklahoma. I hope it's Oklahoma, not Texas. Texas has weird laws about contacting inmates and shit. But I, either way, the, the frame I can do that it. They showed There's a way. The jail that he was talking from was like the size of like uh, fucking mm. Whole Foods, so it's not a, not a big one. You know, it should be pretty easy, I think. Well, he's in protective custody. I guarantee it. He's gay, and he threatened to kill a competitor. And sh- yeah, he's in protective custody. PC. They got him PC'd up. Yeah, he's where the child molesters are and shit. But here nor there, listen, I just want to let her, I, I have a friend that wrote John Wayne Gacy when he was in fucking jail, prison, yeah. and got art from him while he was alive. And then in his death, sold those pieces I of actually, art for a well, lot I, of money. I just was talking so, a podcast or so ago about, uh, about yeah, about, about writing, because, uh, you know, I live right next door to, to, uh, to St. Quentin, and there's a lot of the, the big ones there. And uh, I, I just don't know how that works. Oh, yeah. I, I know that oh, they yeah. have to call you, but. You know, you know, a guy recently died that I was in jail with numerous times. And it really freaked me out when I figured out who he was. But you can look him up. Maybe you know about it. It was a televised case. It was he was called the, the Grim, Grim Sleeper. Sleeper. Right. Lonnie, Lonnie Johnson, I think his name was Lonnie Williams or Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson. 
anyway, I knew him because I was in jail, you know, and fucking they put me because I'm celebrity. Sometimes they lock me down. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes I get in a fight and they lock me down. But I was locked down on this one. The, the, the sergeant was like, no, we're not letting Puck go regular mainline because he's a fucking dick and he'll fight. And look at his record and custody record. Fucking start riots and shit. Let's not let him do that. So they put me in the, in the catacombs underneath the jail. 1700, it's called. Uh, no, 2700. 2700 is these fucking like, it's, there's no windows and it's super dark. And they had OJ there and uh, the Menendez brothers. Oh, yeah? I was in jail with them too. Yeah, yeah, fuck. I've been in jail with these you fucking awesome him or no? people. <laughs> and no, of course I saw yeah, him. I was two cells away from him, dude. I could see off a reflection. Of, yeah, I could see a, off a side reflection of a. They put TVs through, it's behind glass. And I could see off the glass of the TV into his cell. And we could talk, you know, we, we rapped. We were talking about shit. Why <laughs> you killed your mom and dad? And he would admit that. But, you know, he had a. I remember this. He had a. One of the cops gave him a picture of. Uh, Kathy yeah. Ireland, a big poster, and he had that on his wall. And I thought it was so weird and ironic that he would have this hot chicken, a green bikini on his wall. And if, if those fucking, if jail, those fucking guys had just fucking, they just chilled out for a couple fucking weeks and not started spending their parents' money right away. Yeah, dude, they were. Fucking Is that what happened? Because I don't remember. I don't remember any of that shit. Yeah, like, they just started buying Ferraris and shit. Like, yeah, we're rich. Being idiots, like they, they, they fucked up, man. But. Well, they were fucked up people. Fuck those guys. They killed their mom and dad. Terrible. It was a shotgun. That's I mean, awful. They... But anyway, I was saying this. The Grim Sleeper confessed right to me. I mean, we would make food together, dude. I made food with this guy. We yeah. had little spreads. You know what a spread is? Okay, so we I spread with the fucking he... Grim Sleeper. So he, For real. go through his entire... When Suge Knight, when Suge Knight, hey, when Suge Knight ran over his buddy yeah. in the driveway in the uh, drive-thru, they brought him and put him right next to me. I, I filled out his fucking bubble list Get for out. his fucking food and shit. Swear to God, I know, I know, Shug, I've met him many times. <laughs> no, right? Hang you off the balcony, hang you off the balcony, and beat your ass, dude, dude, fucking dude. beat you up. Brutal, man, brutal. I, I, I heard, yeah, I heard, I heard that. He was that the type of nigga that's built to last. That is a funny, also b terrible. First of all, yeah. it's real. That shit happened. So I don't nobody's think so. discounting that, like, right? It came out way late, though. Like, like Vanilla I started rapping about that like fucking ten years. Yeah. Later. Like. Yeah, you know why? Because that shit really happened. It's not some fucking fabled ta- tale. Like, oh, I'm mad and I'm gonna hang out a window. No, he they fucking God, did that shit, making dude. him sign it as he's upside down. That's fucking so crazy. Yeah, here's the paper, motherfucker. Sign that <laughs> shit. And and I know the inside part of that. Hey. When that shit was done and they brought him back in the room, they told him, if you call the cops, we're going to fucking kill you too. So don't call the cops. And if you fuck up and do any kind of weird shit, we're coming back and we're going to hang out the window. That's brutal. I was uh, just watched the Biggie, Biggie Tupac fucking, you, you know, like the, the E! True Hollywood stories they do, you know. Some... I had I had Biggie's lawyer represent me one time in a, not not in court, but in a lawsuit Yeah, that I filed. Yeah, yeah, he's a gnarly fucking lawyer. You wouldn't think it was him to represent those kind of people, but yeah, he's got an office full of papers and shit, and he's just you know random. But uh, he's, he's a white guy. Yeah, fat white guy, bad skin, huh. eczema everywhere, terrible looking dude. What can you do, man? That's it's a it's a wild world. But uh, yeah, I, I can imagine being in L.A. County, man. Hey, like, man. 
fuck, can you? It was awful. I've been to Santa Rita so many fucking times. It was fun. Oh, okay. Santa Rita is what Santa Rita everybody, was fun. everybody says that's brutal out here. In comparison to fucking fuck you know, them. whatever else. I don't know whatever else. Oh, oh what? What? Milbray? There's a jail over there in Santa. Uh, San, what's that fucking place called? Burlingame. There's a fucking jail over there. The San Mateo County Jail. That's it. I've been to that one. Dude, I got a fucking cool story to tell real quick. I was in the fucking San Mateo County Jail one time. And they brought in this fucking child molester dude that had picked up a like eight or nine year old girl at the fucking mall, right? He had blue lips, purple lips and shit, a beard, and he's weird looking. I mean, fuck. And I didn't see him except for in the newspaper, right? So I was already in jail and I seen this newspaper with him in it. And they fucking let me kick his ass, dude. It was the best, greatest fucking fight of my life. They, they, just, like, they, they just let you know what was up and like, yeah, take care of him. Yeah. Yep, some young cops came in and got me. Hey, Puck, come here, dude. I went over. I was like, what's up? They go, yeah, man, you want to handle some, like, child muster shit right now? I go, fuck, yeah, where's that guy at? And they go, well, just calm down. We're going to put you in this little side room, and then we're going to – you're not going to be chained up or nothing. You're free to run around, and we're going to bring this dude in, and we're going to lock him up to this bar on the wall, and then we're going to go away, and we're going to count to fucking, like, 100. And I go, great, do that. Dude, I knocked the guy out in four seconds. I put his head on the ground. I jumped yeah. on his head like a fucking grape. When they took him out – his head was misshapen. His ear was like kind of broke off. Oh, he was they, fucked they up, dude. Coming. I was proud. And then, and then they took me in the kitchen and gave me fucking a whole, like <laughs> eight pieces of chicken. Here you go. Eat a bunch of food there, tough guy. I was like, all right. Yeah, there's, there's really was, not a not a worse place you could be in life you know. than, than being a child molester and being introduced into a prison population. That's and, well, that, and that's that's what you get exactly. That's what you get, motherfucker. You know, I got touched up when I was a kid in Fremont at a fucking Lutheran church, dude. I did. I got touched up. And it wasn't fucking cool. And I carried it in a weird way for a long time. And then I put it away somewhere. It was okay. I wasn't fucked up too bad from it. And uh, that's why if I fucking get my chance right. to get my hands on a dude like that, I will just all action, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get nothing nice. Even when I, I've been to prison, you know, and when I was in prison, I was looking for a fucking molester. But I was like, where are those guys, man? Where are they? I tell the cops. <laughs> Isn't it, isn't it isn't it like the not the, here where the the good behavior and like and like you know ad say and then you know those guys and they all kind of put them together oh yeah you got to dude you can't put those guys with you know funny thing is though they put gang dropouts with the child right. i wonder i wonder weird. if there's ever like ever any like you know fakes that um, just go in there just to fucking yeah. Oh yeah, that's called the torpedo, dude, and they definitely do that. And the the, the child molesters know that's coming too. But I'll tell you one: I saw a guy get killed in uh, in uh, Soledad Prison. I was in Soledad. Yeah, it's in Gilroy, out that way. They they shipped me from L.A. up to Soledad just to fuck with me, I guess. And uh, I liked Soledad; it was cool. But uh, the my my roommate, my neighbor next to me in the cells, was fucking his roommate <laughs> right a lot. And you could hear him. You could hear him fighting and fucking in there and shit, right? And the guy would come out and be all disheveled in the morning. And I was like, wow. And then one night, the littler guy killed the big guy. And there was a fucking bloodbath. I cleaned that cell, dude. He just had there was enough. blood on the ceiling. He was playing in the guy's blood, dude. He was like, <laughs> oh three blind mice, three Shut blind mice. I could up. hear him singing three blind mice, dude, in the room after he killed the guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was sitting on the floor in a big pool of blood, playing with the blood, singing Three blind mice, three blind mice. See how they run? I was like, 
Okay. Was, was gonna, we've entered the correlation now. between what he was singing and what just happened for probably. <laughs> I fucking don't know, dude. But that that fag had had enough fucking butt fucking for a while, yeah. and he killed that dude. Killed him, and it was in the newspaper. It was uh, my mom got a hold of it on the internet somehow, and was like, "Oh my god!" I go, "Mom, it's my neighbor." She goes, "Oh god, <laughs> I Jesus, love that. be careful, be careful, Davey." I go, "Nobody's fucking me, mom. Don't worry, nobody's gonna fuck me, man. You can't fucking rape the willing. <laughs> They're here to fuck." Jesus, man, that is brutal. But I made some really fucking shady friends, man. Wow, guys that have just fucked. You ever you ever run across shit. any of your buddies from there, like out and about? Yeah, you ever run across? You oh, in jail again? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, uh, oh, you mean yeah. from when you meet them in jail and you go on the streets? Well, what you do is you stay yeah. in touch with them because they're cool. I like guys like that. You know, they're they're not gonna. There's a code between criminals, right? And we have codes that we say to each other that make us tell the truth, even if you want to lie and you're gonna get caught at something. We're we're friends enough to where you're like, ah, it's talk time, yeah. dude, and that means you got to tell the truth, and you do. If you're fucking smart, because, you know, if you get caught lying and, you know, it's like pirates don't steal right. from each other. We don't. It's funny. It's funny, man. Like, there's, a, there's a couple guys no. you know, in the harbor here that, that have been been in for a big chunk of time. And you can fucking tell. You can tell by the way they walk. You know what I mean? Oh, just uh, yeah. just that, yeah. little, that little fucking. Yeah. You know, they're very serious about shit. There's no fucking joking around, you know? Yeah. Funny business. Uh-oh. No, I ain't saying nothing about nothing. But, uh, yeah, man. Well, shit. No, I don't. I didn't join them. I didn't join a prison gang, and which is hard to do. They really kind of push you that way, you know. And I'm a white guy, so all the all the peckerwoods try to get me right away. They're like, "What's up, Wood?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not a Wood, dude. What? Disrespect your race, homeboy." I'm like, "I don't know, dude. I grew up with a black dad. I mean, I can't be a Wood." Right. I like black guys. <laughs> you know, and then even I've done some crazy shit. Like in a pinch, you just play like you're a fag, and they leave you alone. Oh my god, don't hit me! I swear to God. And they're like, okay, never mind. I'm gonna catch a weird case. All of a sudden, this just became a hate crime. All right. Although I did fight a guy named Chad in uh in prison. In uh, he fucking he stabbed me in the face. He did stab me in the face. With like a sharpened piece of like the fence or something. I don't know. He got me in the face. And then I fucked his ass up. And he was big, dude. This guy was real big. But I can fight, man. And a fight's not fair. I gouged his eye and then he was on the ground and I really fucked him up. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a fight. And then and then the weird part was he was like a full-on like Nazi dude, you know. And he told the cops everything, dude. Right in front of me. I'm like, dude, you're telling on me. And he goes, fuck you, Buck. You're a bitch. And I was like, you're telling on me. And they're asking me what happened. I go, I don't know, man. I, we uh, were mopping and, you know, it got a little physical, but right. it wasn't a fight. He's like, fuck him. And I was like, okay. So then I went to the hole for like 47 days. Oh, it was fucked up. In Palm Hall, this place, Chino Prison has a special place for fuckers. And they put me there for 47 days. It was awful, bro. Oh, man. Every time you come out of this little box cell, you're, you're handcuffed behind your back and chains around your waist and ankle shackles to go take a shower. While you're taking a shower? Oh, so fucking... Okay. No, they take them off at the door. They put you in there yeah. and they take them off and then you're in there. But the cold water, no hot water, nothing. It was fucked up, dude. Everything's stainless steel. Foot fungus everywhere. Oh, I was freaked out. Ooh. I was freaked out. How many, out, how many times have you been to jail? Yeah. Well, 
Bunch. Oh fuck! I can't count. I had fucking hundred, like a hundred. I mean, honestly, I in, in the Bay Area, I used to go to jail with impunity. I just didn't care. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna see my friends in there anyway. I mean, whatever. I remember one time in Fremont, I got busted uh, driving on a suspended license <laughs> three times in one week. I might have been might have been ten days apart. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, it was just a lot. And and this is before they impounded your car, so they just give you the ticket and have you go to court right you drive off and so uh i went to court and judge had already known me his name was uh fudena judge fudena judge fudena was cool if you were open you know i'm not a thug or nothing i'm cool and so i'd go in there all white like i am and i'd be like yeah man i had long blonde hair he goes he goes what three times in in 10 days dave what am i supposed to do about this and i go give me the maximum sentence and he goes i'm not giving you the maximum sentence here, I'll give you 40 days. And I go, no, no, give me 75 days. And he's like, no, 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 20. I go, okay, okay, 20. And that's how it worked, man. I didn't care. And they give me I, 20 days. Go see my friends. I discovered something recently for like, you know, just, I don't get down. I mean, I've never been to prison, but, but, uh, but, you know, tra- yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You've been drunk, to jail drunk, though. Drunk tank shit. Yeah. One, one of my favorite stories from that is. Yeah. This, uh, this kid. I, I go in and I'm like, you know, bummed about it. And I'm a little weirded out, you know, not in my element. And this kid, and I've been there a couple, I've been a couple times, you know, but, but a, guy, a kid comes in and he goes, and he goes, Hey, what time's breakfast? And they go, anytime you want, man, you just got to pound on the window and just tell him you want breakfast. And this fucker did it, bro. <laughs> and I've never seen oh. a storm of people beat somebody up so quick in my life. I mean, I, I'd only been there a couple times, but I knew. Oh God, the cops got to do that. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a big difference between uh, you know, like I hear I hear stories like like what you're telling and 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 that. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I've been the I've been the I went to jail so much that they'd start sending me out. I was the guy that got to go to the substation and microwave yeah. food to feed to you. Yeah, and you sleep on the floor in a little mat and shit, like a little dog, and you're their little bitch. I'd wash their cars. I'd find drugs in the back seats of their cars I, uh, and shit. I was in jail in in Illinois somewhere, and we got we got to order. There was this really small jail, so you were able to order your breakfast from Denny's. And I was like, "This is the best place ever." Oh wow! I, that was that was a that was a urinary. This urinary is the greatest jail in the world. Yeah, I don't know. What, Granite what, City is what where jail I got was that? And uh, yeah, so you could yeah. literally get so a they, grand they slam breakfast. Choice. It wasn't like you guys are all getting grand Fuck. slams, which is what I would imagine that they would do. You know, it was like, what did you? What do you want? And it's like, are you serious? Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll take. Wow, I'll take eggs over my hand. I don't want to leave. Fucking, you know, a couple stacks. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a can I get a stack and some French toast? You know what I mean. I, I, like I also got arrested in, in San Francisco once on New Year's. That's remember funny. when they when they said don't come to San Francisco for New Year's? Do you remember this? Uh, they one guy. No, know, I don't remember. Fucking, what year was uh, he? He might, he might have been gone already. This is 1998, 99 maybe. Yeah, I left. But, I left uh, in yeah, they said, don't come to San Francisco, and everybody was like, okay, sure, you know, and. We all went, and then uh, we're coming anyway. Riot police, you know, got me at a corner, and and uh, and then by the time I'd made it my my way to the into the to the you know the van that they were transporting us in, I I got myself out of the zip ties that they put me in, and that 
well, that, this is oh, a weird that's story. an escape charge. I, like I was, I was a really bored kid. I grew up on two acres by myself, and I had an older brother, but we didn't really hang out much. I like, I literally, I remember zip tying myself just to fucking get myself out of them. Like I just, like maybe I, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking and Houdini so I, I, I did shit. that, and then, and then, it, and I asked okay. the guy, I said, "Hey, I got out of my zip tie. Is that cool?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's fine." And then the next guy sees me, goes, <laughs> loses his fucking mind. You know, like this fucking guy's out of his fucking ties. You know? Yeah. And they beat me up again, and then, and then they, and then, but on my way into the jail, oh, some big black dude takes my coffee cake. Apparently. <laughs> That's not a good thing to start off with, you know, when you're going to jail. No, no, you get yeah. punked for your Dude, coffee I, cake, you're gonna lose your mattress next. Been a sad story for me, I think. And those That's fucking shoes thing? too. I need Fuck. them shoes, homeboy. Can yeah, we take the shoes right away. I'm taking shoes. <laughs> no, I need those too. Showed up in house slippers. Uh, Fuck. People showed up in uh, fucking underwear, paper bro. Paper suit. Yeah. I fucking... Uh, no, they give you clothes once you get to jail, but you see them coming in for processing. Yeah. They're all fucked up, dude. You know, dog bite you and shit. Oh, my God. I've seen guys come in so bit up with fucking German Shepherd bites on their face and back and brutal. shit. I'm that's like, a, oh that's the only God. thing that... Like, you can point a gun at me, a taser, a fucking dog, I, I will immediately drop. Yeah, I don't fuck around with dogs either, dude. Fuck that thing. Yeah. Keep that biting ass dog away from me, dude. I don't. When I was in South Padre Island, I got there and somebody told him I was a meth <laughs> dealer, right? This guy. Five, fuck. Some dickhead. So somebody told him I was a meth dealer. I was only there three days and I had to do my laundry. I had been in the van for a fucking long time, dude. I had a lot of dirty laundry. And admittedly, it looked a little tweaky because <laughs> it was 10 at night. It was 10 at night. I backed my van with no windows, right? I got Dodge, 84 Dodge Ram van. I back it up right to the fucking laundromat. There's nobody there. It's yeah. fucking open 24 hours. There's nobody. And I'm on an island in Texas. So, fuck. It looked a little weird. And I'm jumping around in the back. It's full of shit. I don't have a storage unit. All my shit's in here. I got artwork <laughs> and fucking yeah. art supplies and food. It's full, dude, all the way to the window post. I got shit. I had to crawl on shit to even go to bed. So I'm in here digging around, and there's a flashlight all over my van, right? And they show up, the cop, Padre Island cops, four of them. Four, and there was four cop cars and five cops. So that, that was, it was off-season, dude, so there's nobody on the island, bro. So I had yeah. every cop on the island came this for this the, meth This deal, is the bust of right? the century to them, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, hmm. Oh, yeah, and they know I'm Puck, too. They knew. Because I threw a party for, um, for... Uh, Lam National Lampoon. Uh, fuck, seventeen years ago, bro. I threw a party there, and it was a fucking Get rage. Fuck Two out. people got killed, and and no, they did. One guy got shot in the heart, and another guy got shot. No, stabbed in the heart and shot in the face. Yeah, two separate. Events, this party. Two separate instances. It was outside the bar. Uh, it's called Louis's backyard. It's got ten yeah. bars. It's fucking huge. It's a rager. So anyway. I, I was working there. So so anyway, I back up to the laundromat. All the cops show up. I jump out of the fucking door, the side doors here, you know, and there's a pile of fucking clothes on the ground. And I go, uh, they all draw down on me and shit. What are you doing, motherfucker? Where's the meth? I'm like, hey, dude, look, don't point the gun at me, all right? You can do whatever you want. You want to put me in handcuffs? I'm cool. I'm from L.A., dude. I've been in handcuffs. There's no meth in this car. I want you to go get a dog and search if you want, whatever. 
They do. They they get in the car. They didn't get a dog, but they got in the van. They got a power tool out. Took my door panels off, and it was a right. it was a, like two hour fiasco, right? And I'm outside with this fucking chick. So I, being who I am, I want to I want to try to weasel out of the cops who called the cops right. so I can figure out who the rat is. Right? That's my game. And so there's this chick. Her name's Lisa Perez. She's like a sergeant, I think. Anyway. She's a chick and she's short and she's mean like my wife. So I know how to talk to her, right? You got to be a dick. So I go, I look at her and, and they're ransacking my car. This is when the drill was coming out and shit. I knew I was going to be here for a while. I go, all right. There's two cops outside with her and her and then two cops inside my van. And so I'm standing there and I go, oh, how come you don't got a ring on your finger? And she goes, what? I go, you got no ring on your finger. She goes, no man can handle me. And I took the distance between us and got right up in her shit and said, I can. I go, you're, you're my flavor. If you were a kind of ice cream, you'd be pistachio and I'd eat the whole carton. Looking right at her, dude. And she fucking blushed and it worked. She backed up a foot and then she goes, so you're asking me out? And I go, yeah. Will you go out with me? She goes, maybe. I go, she goes, where are you going to sleep tonight? I go, in my fucking van. She goes, where are you going to park your van? I go, at the end of the road. It's like nine miles away, bro. The, the road you ends tell me you and the dunes the are there. It's beautiful. I will lose my I go, shit. Yeah, I had, yeah, I had coffee with her and we made out a little bit. It was cool. But anyway, she told me that, and, and know this the whole time I'm throwing a game on her, the two cops behind her are elbowing each other like the three stooges. Listen to Puck. Well, they they must have been so upset. Isn't that, isn't that insane that they can just tear your fucking shit apart? And then you think, you think that oh, be they like, were in there to win like, it, dude. Oh, shit, stepping man, on my sorry. candy bars and you, it's a mess, broke man. a bunch of paint pins, stepping on the boxes and ruined them. And I was like, fuck, man, whatever. That is insane. Like I, I watch those those uh there's some shows where they show the 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 border, the border patrol, like the guys that that, that you know Yeah, but they score, dude. They gotta the do that because sometimes those guys and hit fucking... and that's like a million bucks. Yeah. Well this is a numbers game. It's a numbers game with them, you know? Like they like they they uh you know, they they're I'm sure there's people going through all day long that, that have shit, but I, and and I'm sure there's I've been one of them that get pulled over. I used to run guns and bullets south to Baja. And run steroids north across the border. Dude, straw. You got to get on some Winnie, There's dude, and get all buffed up. I mean, obviously, I've never taken the shit because I'm skinny yeah. as fuck, but I, my friends got buffed. I, I might be down. I'm down. I'm down to get bulked up and just punch I can get you some fucking Winnie. You know? straw, dude. It's good shit, man. It makes yeah. you fucking buffed. And it doesn't shrink your dick, which is important. Yeah, I've known, I've known some guys to like go off to go off to uh, rehab or, or or jail, and then they just come back and they look like a fucking completely different person. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, Christ, no drugs and seven hundred push-ups a day. Like, yeah, no beer. Yeah. I got a funny yeah, one. That's, they, that's they, the one. white guys in uh, Soledad would brew up this fucking white lightning liquor, right? Which is basically, and they would brew it in their toilet. It was classic. And so there's the toilet that they all shit in, and they're brewing fucking, they got a full-on still going in the cell. And they would brew, what? With fruit and all, and all that, or what? Yeah, yeah, that's how they do it. With fruit. And... It was a pruno thing, and then they'd cook yeah. the pruno out and get the white liquor, white liquor out of it. And it was always white dudes doing it, too. So, being Puck, I bought the whole run, right? It was like a gallon and a half. I bought the whole gallon and a half. 
And it caused a lot of friction. There was some fights over that. Nobody fucked me up, but there was fights. Like, you know, that dude don't even run white and he bought all the fucking shit. What are we going to drink this week? Da, da, da. But fuck them. So what I, what I did was <laughs> right. I didn't even drink it. I took a couple sips, but there was a football game on TV. And so I, I just took it out in the main room and you're not supposed to share food or drinks with any of the other races. Right. So what I did was, and I know right. for me too, I'm going to get, I'm going to probably get in a fucking serious fight, dude. Like three guys on one. If I do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care. And I took containers, four containers out to the yard and I gave them to the dudes and they drank it all up and fucking, there was a, you, they, you Andy huh? defrained him. What's Andy defrained? Andy defrained him. You're, uh, you're right, I did. I need Bruce for my friends. And so I got them all drunk and they fucking fought yeah. hard as fuck. A riot jumped off, dude. We were we were locked down for like a month. We didn't get any food, no store. You couldn't buy like Top Ramen noodles for a month. Oh, it was terrible. No, they, they were just all mad at me for that too. long. Fuck. They go, why would you do that, dude? God damn it. Don't do that. I'm like, fuck you guys, man. You're the idiots that drank and fought. I just all I do was supply the booze. It's like saying, you know, I'm gonna sue the bar right? for serving me yeah. booze. What a dick. Some some people, some people drink right. and have a good time. I do. Fucking weirdos, you know? I'm not an angry fucking drunk. I'm a fucking Yeah, me too. No, I'm I'm a fucking lover, man. I love fucking I want to go oh, crash my bike gone. with authority but, when I get drunk. Yeah. I just want to ride my bike really hard and just wipe out almost on purpose. Just what gets me off. Mm. How many really bones you Fuck, broke? I broke my nose six times. The worst break I ever had was my navicular bone, dude, in your thumb. Oh, fuck. They put a little. Oh, yeah. They put yeah, a Teflon sleeve look. on my thumb and sewed it together. And oh, that fucker didn't work for a long time. But I broke almost every finger on my hand multiple times, especially my index finger. I've broken probably, mm, I don't know, probably 11, 15 times, something like that. Just always getting in the way. Especially BMXing, man. That sucks to have that. Oh, dude, I've caught my hand in the chain ring when when you're crashing. Oh, no. And the spoke, the back one with the spokes (laughs) and the chain ring, your fingers are all mashed in there. Oh, my God. And you got to backpedal it to get it out. Oh, yeah, that's nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I skateboarded and that was that was fucking that was shitty i mean the to, thing like, is you learn to that. get the bike away from you it's when fucking... you do it and basically i i just yeah. don't let go of the bike dude i'm riding until i die i burn that thing into the ground then you're gonna then you're gonna land tricks i mean really to me when i was young i remember pk ripper you know P, pk river you've seen those bikes it's a real guy perry kramer yeah. he's cool and he pretty much mentored me for a second at a, a, one of these bike races we were at. And he was like, yeah, man, it's all about the fucking landing. He had this big, long, wild hair and shit. And I knew he was sponsored. So I was in, I was in awe, you know, I could barely talk, but I listened to everything he said and he showed me even he'd ride around and do little bunny hops and show me how to launch off a jump and put your right foot forward and lean back. And so he was landing shit. And then I would do some and crash a bunch. And then I finally started landing them after that dude, man, that was when, like, Evil Knievel was big and shit. Oh, my God. We made launch ramps, and I jumped. Yeah. I think I jumped five garbage cans in my neighborhood and landed it and rode off. And the, <laughs> the kid behind me, uh, Robert Brunetti, broke his front teeth out and his arm. So, yeah. So then after that, Fuck. it became like, and I was a morbid kid. I was like, that. Fuck him. I'm going to see how many kids I can injure. 
Yeah, I'd set him up. I'd be like, ah, it's no problem. Just jump it, dude. Bing, you jump, and then, oh, fuck. Just crush him. I, yeah, I, can, I, I can fucking, 100%, I can picture you as a kid fucking rolling around. It's fucking hilarious. Who, who's, the, who's the guy? Who, who's the Tony Hawk of, of uh, BMX? Uh, I don't know what you're going to say. Name? I don't know. I mean, like, who's who's the guy? Who's the end all be all? To me, like, Perry like, Kramer's god. He's like the the nice. lead dude. And then after him, you got like, uh, uh, uh. There's what? No, Matt. Huh? Something. Who's his name? Yeah, is Matt. There, is there Matt. A, is there a um, Matt? Fuck! I'm having a brain fart. Matt Hoffman. Yeah, me too. Matt Hoffman. And we joke about yeah, Matt yeah. Hoffman because he's really not that intelligent. If you talk to him, he's kind of been bumped <laughs> on the head a few times. But you know, we love him. Yeah. But he's not the smartest guy. He is the biggest student BMX, so I would say. And then there's a guy named Ron Wilkerson. He had his own company for a while. Whoa. Joe Rogan has a has a thing he says about about uh, UFC fighters. He says he says, if you got any brains on you, like you're never gonna be the best because the people that are the best <laughs> Don't. <laughs> These are the people that you know, like they, they're just fucking. They, they don't have any fucking fear. They don't give a fuck about like like ruining well, their mind. I mean, and let's say this: I've known plenty of fighters, dude. Yeah, I'm kind of one. I I actually enjoy getting punched. So that's a fighter. You know, if you like to get hit, then you're gonna probably like yeah. to get boxing or something. You know, I was always good at fighting. Yeah, you remember that? Remember that moment? Oh no, yeah, right. I remember that one. I got, I got beat up by three guys real good, and I was like. That wasn't that bad. I get a little hamburger cheek, you know, my teeth are loose. And then and then again, hey, after you get beat up, there's always a chick to help you lick your wounds too, you know. Put you put you back together. You're right, always she's like, always. Oh, you poor thing. Food and sex. There's a I used to do this thing when I'd wake up when I'd wake up hungover, I would I would uh I'd check for my wallet and then I'd check to make sure all my teeth are still there. That was the second Got my teeth. All right, good. Yep, I remember one time Start drinking. I had this stripper girlfriend in San Francisco, Eva, and I woke up and I had a, I had a herpy on my dick on the head of my dick was a big herpy. And I went, Oh my God. Like, you know, you're sleeping and then you're itching and all of a sudden something hurt real bad. And I flipped the blankets off and looked at my dick and there was a big fucking seeping thing on the head of my dick. I went, oh my god, you fucking bitch! <laughs> I jumped up, and she did like bachelor parties and shit too. So I knew she was fucking everybody. Who cares? I get up on top of her, I beat her up a little bit. Bang, 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 bang. Right? Drop some hammers. And she was dead asleep, bro. So I mean, I dotted her up, and I jumped out of the bed, and I got in my car, drove to my stepfather's house. Right? And he's a psychiatrist. My mom had divorced the black dude, married a psychiatrist, which was good. I needed some. I needed some in house therapy anyway. So I go there. <clears throat> The, the pendulum, yeah, does, the pendulum swings. And then, so ways. then she yeah. took, you know, he took me to um, Stanford to this dude that he knew that was the urologist there. And that guy, I'll never forget this shit. He, I'm standing there shaking all over because I think I ruined my dick and it's got herpes. And he reaches in a drawer and he pulls out a fucking magnifying glass, grabs my dick with the glove on, and he's looking at my dick with a magnifying glass, which is fucking out of a Twilight Zone movie all by itself. I'm like, fuck. My life sucks right now, okay? <laughs> My heart is in my shoe. I feel I feel like I'm gonna throw up. And he looks at me with a smile on his face and he goes, It's a spider bite. And I went, 
no, what? It's a spider bite? Is it only a spider bite? And he goes, yeah, dude, it's just a spider bite. And I go, oh, wow. And my, my dad is a psychiatrist, so I just tell him, I go, I beat my girlfriend up this morning. And they're like, oh, no, that's terrible. What the <laughs> fuck, man? Why would you do that? I go, I thought she gave me herpes. Fuck. So then they told me as doctors that I should go buy the biggest bunch of flowers I can and some chocolate and go give it to her and hope she takes me back. And I remember thinking both of these guys are right. pussies and that girl is going to definitely take me back because I don't have herpes. It was my bad. My mistake. And she's a stripper. She's been around. She's going to take it. And she did. Dude, she stayed with me. It was cool. Yeah. There you go. I, I didn't have when, herpes. When? I had a spider bite. But why would the spider bite you on the end of the dick, dude? What a mean spider, you know? Like, this is where I want to get right here. Yeah, Arr, and bite it. you on the dick. God damn it. And then I have another funny dick story. A friend of mine I'm, I'm, came over to my house when I was married to my wife. And he was sweating profusely and freaked out. And so I took him. I had kids. I took him in the front yard and I go, dude, calm down, man. What's going on? Because I'm like, I'm like the wolf in Pulp Fiction. I can solve a problem for you if it's weird. But what is it? What is it? And he goes, <laughs> bro. What you got? Look at my dick. And he pulls his dick out and it looks like a fucking football, dude. It's like fat in the middle and a little pointy head all buried into it. Oh, my God. It was the weirdest dick I've ever seen. And I look at it and I mean, I am puck, <laughs> so I'm expressive. I went, oh, dude, they're going to they're going to stick a knife in that. And he goes, he starts crying. Oh, God. I go, why does your dick look like that? What did you do to it? <laughs> looks like you hit it with a hammer. He goes, no, no, I didn't do anything. My fucking girlfriend. And so I had a flashback to the one I had, right? I was like, look, calm down, dude. They're right. not going to cut your dick off. It's modern science. Let's take you in, dude. So we went to fucking UCLA, dude. I drove to UCLA. Same fucking thing. I'm, and I get to be the witness now, the side guy. And he's standing there. And the guy reaches in his fucking little drawer. And he pulls out a pair of them hemostats, right? Them roach clips. A vein clamper. Yeah. And he puts it down the head of his dick. Gently, yeah. kind of. And the guy's like, oh, you know, it's terrible to watch this shit. But I can't. It's like seeing a deer get hit. You can't not watch it. He pulled out, out a, a micro machine, hot pepper seed because that guy had fucked his girlfriend in the ass and a pepper seed went up the head of his dick, dude. What are the fucking chances? Holy shit. What was a pepper seed? Oh, yeah. I get it. OK. Oh, yeah, fuck going it. Up her butt. coming the other way. He fucked her in the butt and got wow. a pepper seed up his uh, up his dickhead. And it was a like habanero pepper fucking Caliente. inflamed his dick. Yeah, man. Wow. And so forever. I mean, I still see that guy and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Football dick. Fuck. Oh, no yeah, I would never let him live it down. That's the best bar story ever. He can't hang out with me. He leaves. He's like, I got to go, dude. Fucking fuck's going to fuck with me all night. <laughs> Tom Brady with that. Right. Yeah. Right. No stopping. So there you go. That's an hour and 51 minutes we've been on this fucking thing. Yeah, I got you on a timer. Get the fuck out, really? Well, dude, anytime, bro. Anytime you want to come back and chop it up. we're. Uh, I know. We're we should do them all the time. I don't give a fuck. Right? Fuck. I wish you would get in a goddamn car. I will send you 500 bucks if you'll get in a car and drive here, dude. I got your gas. Think about it. Don't think alone. Hey, I'll, uh, don't think for I'll a long time. Yeah, you'll yeah. change your mind. But right now you can <laughs> I mean, you know, you'll be in All fucking right, Sedona, hey, Arizona for a minute. You could just stay for like a week, go back home. It, it is, it is. Quick. I just recently took a trip to uh, to Phoenix, and it, and it was uh, it was crazy how quick I was there. I mean, I was there like I went. I left. Look, I'll night, say this, okay? There, if you like, come, morning. we'll drive down to my family's house in Scottsdale. We'll get laid because the girls there are hot as fuck, okay? 
and they'll fuck us. My wingman always gets laid because yeah. I scare the pussy. That's the other key. You have to scare the pussy a little bit. You scare them, dude, and they just give you the pussy. They're like, oh, my God, here, just have it. Fuck. And you have to pretend you don't want it. I don't want the pussy, but I'm scary it. as fuck. So they just want to hang out. They give you the pussy. That's the way it works. So anyway, yeah, if you come, we'll go to Scottsdale. We'll Game. get laid, and then we'll come up here and hang out in the woods and have campfires and shit. And I don't know. All right. I love it, man. Hey, yeah, thanks dude, for being come on, the show, man. Brother. It's my pleasure. I love to talk to you, man. I told you in the beginning, the first show, the only reason I fuck with you is because you're gnarly. Dude, That's right. Dude, gnarly That's right. knows gnarly, Birds bro. of a feather flock motherfucking together, yo. I ain't playing. Exactly. Yeah. 